Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. Get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, saver, tire, and service deals today. Dobbs, with 43 locations, real deals are always close by. NinjaBling.com, the online home of Moritz Royce Jewelry, the exclusive jeweler of the Riz Show. Check out their huge collection, including one-of-a-kind pieces from the Simon G Collection. Or they can make you your own, custom-built piece just for you. And because they have an upstairs location, Moritz Royce can save you money over the street-level stores. Make an appointment. Head to NinjaBling.com to get the address and phone number. You can also follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Moritz Royce Jewelry, where you get the jewels and not the shack. The Rizzuto Show Podcast, powered by Dobbs. Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers are hiring now with 42 stores. Apply at GoToDobbs.com today. All right, let's hit it. Little listener discretion is advised. Rizzuto. Hey! Good morning, everybody. Hey, Mike's here. Hey. Friday's with Mike. What up? Boy, it was, uh, it was tough to get motivated this morning. Was it with the rain well, outside? with the rain and you... Yeah. I don't know. It, it, it seemed like especially dark this morning. I guess because of the rain. Yeah, I've struggled these last two days in the morning. I don't know what yeah. it was. I did take one of them little uh, melatonin gummies, and boy, I woke up at the wrong time. I was just, I, it was, it was almost like I was stumbling drunk in the bathroom. Couldn't Are find you, a light switch. You sure, I, it was melatonin and yeah. not uh, oh, yeah, some yeah. other kind of gummy. Oh, no, 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 no. It was, it was, <laughs> weed, man, weed. No, definitely not. Uh, but, but then I remembered. It's Fish Fry Friday. Hey, there you go. Doing my first fish fry of the season today. That got you out of bed. It did. It really did. (laughs) I go, oh, man. Gotta go to work. Oh, but later today, I'll be eating God's Cod. Yeah. That'll carry you through the day. Yes. (laughs) Yep. Just floating through the day on God's Cod. (laughs) Well, and and we've been doing this uh, for a couple years now with uh, a couple other families. And that's the uh, God's Cod you could find at uh, St. Mary Magdalene's uh, Fish Fry out there in Brentwood. And uh, that's a good one. That's they, a, that's one of the drive through ones. Yeah, so you just get it and take it home in the little pack? Yeah, in the little, cl- little you know, styrofoam clamshells. Yeah. Uh, yeah, my buddy lives pretty close to there. So it's pretty convenient. Just drive through. And there'll be a line today. Oh, boy. There will be a line. This is the first day. Right? No, uh, last. Last Friday. Last Friday was. How long does this go? It's a full month? Or just two weeks? Uh, April 7th, I believe. You know? Oh, my goodness. That's great. Yeah. Well, when is when is Easter? Uh, April I don't something. Know. April mm-hmm. something. April something. April 9th? No. Well, it's Lent, you know, so so Catholics no meat yeah, on you're Fridays. Right. You're right. That was obvious, and I forgot about it. 40 days. 40 and days for- from... And 40 nights. Was it 40 days from... Ash Wednesday? Sounds right. Is that right. the beginning of Lent? Yeah. Yeah, it's Fat Tuesday. Fat Tuesday, you day. load up. 
load up. <laughs> Ash Wednesday is the beginning, and then forty days. Skinny, skinny Sunday. Skinny Sunday. Yeah. What is it? Is it April 9th? Yeah, April 9th. All right. Yep. Starts at midnight. Dang, that's early, right? Is it? Well, I don't know. I've only lived forty Easter's, you know, or forty-one Easter's. I think the, I always feel like whatever date it is. Sometimes somebody goes. It's not early. Yeah. Sometimes it's March. Sometimes it's. Middle it April? Is? I always thought, I thought it, was, it was later, like in the 20s. Yeah, me too. Yeah. I always thought it was late Not April. Not this year. Mm -mm. No, April 9th. Tell you what. Stay on your toes. <laughs> so I'm going to go with uh, I'm gonna go with God's Cod Fried Platter. <laughs> so I'll get uh, two four-ounce uh, fried cod fillets, and then I pick two sides. My choice. Oh, sweet. Hush puppies? Well, here are my options. <laughs> here are my options. I could go, and I got to pick only two. <laughs> so I'm going to try to do a vegetable and a starch. And I know you've been doing the same one for quite some time. So are you the, uh, oh, last year I tried the blah, blah, blah. This year I'm trying the whatever it is. I don't know. Since we only do this once a year. You this, never remember? This particular place. You never remember? I don't think I'd like to be adventurous. Oh, okay. Or so I'll like con one of the kids into getting one of the other sides. And I go, I'll, <laughs> I'll, I'll try a little bit of that. Do the sides have cool okay. names like um, no, no. Peter's Potatoes or anything? <laughs> no, no, no. We, we only need one creative name Yeah, we only need one here. God's God. Okay. <laughs> a few other characters we could Let's name Let's not get cutesy with the... <laughs> Let's not get cutesy with the other stuff. The Barabbas Baked Potato. <laughs> so I go with uh, the Green Beans Almondine. Uh, I usually go with the Seasoned Parmesan Potato Chips. Hmm. The Pontius Pilot Potato <laughs> Chips. <laughs> <laughs> Because they do the potato chips like like for real, not like out of a bag. They fry like, them they, like, up. Fry there. them. They, yeah, they yeah. fry them up there. Like you're at a uh, like a like a festival. Like a, yeah, yeah, like a fair. Yeah, that's the way to go. But you got to eat those quick. You know, if you sit on them, they come. They become soggy real quick. Well, it well, Mike, I've done my research. <laughs> <laughs> got the timing just right. Well, if you see, it's they remain crispy if you don't see like close them up. Ah. In, in the clam shell, so they steam. I didn't know that clam was scientific. That's the key is they come out of the fryer and you got to let them sit for a little bit. Yeah, you can't you can't close them up right away because the steam will then. Oh, yeah. Okay, it's almost like letting a burger. Uh, what, what what do you call it? Rest. Yeah, like like a steak. You got like the steak rest to seal then in the moisture or let the oil evaporate. Yeah, let the oil kind of crisp them up, aerate a little bit. Yeah. And then they could go in the in the in the clam shell, so it's okay. I'm starving right now. I know this, this is killing weird. me. Keep going. Uh, creamy coleslaw. Uh, pass. 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 Uh, I'm a coleslaw right. man. Coleslaw's uh, yummy. No, no, no. Right I'm a coleslaw king. Over Christ, right here with the coleslaw you. can go. You got it. You need it. It moistens everything up. Nah. It, yeah. It, it helps Ouch. you chew. No, thank you. What's the glue? Ouch. What's the glue in, in coleslaw? There's no mayonnaise. Glue. Oh, it's mayonnaise? Okay. Well, yeah. unless you I get a no vinegar-based. The vinegar ones are awesome, too. I like the vinegar ones. Cabbage, tomato, or I'm I mean, uh, carrots. I'm a creamy guy. Ah, get out of here with the cream. I no, like that's it. That's right out. That's <laughs> not even not even in consideration. I'll take your scoop. I like when they use the ice cream scoop. Well, I only got yeah. to pick two. I could pick two. <laughs> I go with the three-bean salad, the mac and cheese, or hush puppies. You got to do the mac and cheese, huh? I feel like but mac then, and but cheese. But then mac and cheese and chips... Yeah, but it's I feel two like starches. I feel like mac and cheese doesn't belong. You can you can leave that out. I'm always tempted to go with the mac and cheese. 
Yeah, and that's well, that's what it is. That's the devil's temptation. So I'm going to go <laughs> as a tradition. You, you are being I, tempted. I think mac and cheese is the only one that isn't in the Bible, so it might be the devil's temptation. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think you're right. It really is. I think in the book of uh, Leviticus, uh, it's the, <laughs> this green the book be- of Boyardee. Green, green bean almondine. <laughs> this is the devil taking you to the menu and saying, look, look what you can have, this macaroni and cheese. It's abomination. No, I'm going to go probably green beans, and I'll go uh, potato chips. Sounds reasonable. Hmm. And with the God's cod, I feel like if I have green beans, which are probably swimming in bacon or whatever it is. <laughs> right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, no, we wouldn't be, it's right? Because you can't. Oh, yeah, yeah. oh yeah. yeah. That's right. So I kind of guarantee good that call. you're just getting green beans here this time. Good call. Uh, maybe onions. I love a good green bean onion and yeah, yeah, yeah. some sort mm-hmm. of drizzle And, and I think they put, like, uh, like slivered almonds in these. Dang. Oh. They go all out, then. Is that Dude, really it's necessary? Good. It is. So do they have a website you can order ahead of time, or is it a thing you, you just, said you're picking up? Um, right? It's just a drive-thru, right? It's a drive-thru. Man, they should have an app. I know. Right? I've been looking. I, I don't see anything. I don't think the church is in the uh, you don't 21st think so? century yet. Oh, they will. <laughs> Man. They will. They should be. have an app. They should just turn the church into a Chick-fil-A and do it year-round. Just have a person out there with a iPad well, taking I bet orders. You they, I yeah. bet you they make. Go where the people are. And, and again, they will be in line. At this place, like you got to get there pretty early. Like it goes from four thirty to seven thirty. So I think you got to be in line at like four o'clock. Wow. Whoa. There's got to be a real science to it, huh? For them to dish these things out. But I tell you what, they make a ton of money. Those churches, these are big fundraisers. These are big fundraisers. So you got to. I think it's. I think it's in a church's best interest to really do it up. Yeah. To this- really be a destination fish fry. Yeah. Is this Friday only? So Friday only. I can't go tomorrow? No, no, it's Friday. It's Friday that's only. That's it. Yeah. <clears throat> Man. Yeah, because that's the thing. No meat on Fridays during Lent. Every other day is fine. Oh. Sin all you want. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Sin all you want. <laughs> so I think I'm going to do that. Uh, so, so, so tonight is the St. Mary Magdalene. Next Friday, I think I'm going to do the one, the Mexican one. Oh, yeah, down the south. St. Cecilia. Oh, that's exciting. He's doing the tour. He's doing the tour. Because that's the one Polo said. Polo told me. He goes, dude, the St. Cecilia one with the Mexican, like the Mexican fish fry, dude, that is. Do you have the menu there? I do. <laughs> okay. Of make course I make do. my morning more difficult, <laughs> <are> you? <laughs> of course I do. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Uh, any, any themes? Any, any Jesus This themes? is the original Mexican fish fry. Oh, you could order online on this one. Oh, mm-hmm. see. All right. Well, now we're talking. The thing you I could order I'm online tonight. Uh, let me see here. Uh, all right. Well, order online for, for pickup. Or are you going to tell me they're DoorDashing it? Oh my no, pickup. Wouldn't that no. be cool? Pickup. Their logo is what? so cool. Why not? Why? Why not? Why not DoorDash? Yeah. Get everybody in on it. Think about how much more. Because they don't need to. Because when you DoorDash, like if you talk to a restaurateur, mm-hmm. they would prefer you obviously pick up your own food because they don't want to kick money over to DoorDash. They probably don't need it. Yeah. I just, I mean, if anybody's going to I'll bet you this place runs out of food. Pay a premium. This is a day I'd pay, pay a premium for. I'll bet you this place runs out of food. Yeah, they probably got it down to know how much they need and sell it all and leave them wanting more. Give me the entrees. Uh, okay, jack salmon, cod filet, shrimp, chile... Uh, R- uh, Rileno, 
That's the poblano pepper stuffed with cheese. I love Dipped that. Dipped in egg batter and fried. Those are. Yeah, Rianos. Amazing. I love that. That sounds so good. Uh, or you go with the bean tostado. Oh. Fried cheese quesadilla. Fried cheese quesadilla. And then, of course, you pick your two sides. You got your mac and cheese, your french fries, your coleslaw, your rice, your refried beans. I'm in. Yeah, Polo said that one's, you know. I trust his opinion. He seems like a guy that knows yeah, what he's yeah, talking yeah. about. Believe it or not, they have margaritas there. Tell you what. That we, is they awesome. Do. Oh, they do. We really trust Polo's opinion. Yes, and, we do. And this is why. Because he brought in this guacamole that he made. And it was so good. I ran into the ESPN studio while they were on air because he had taken it down there to get some more. I was, I mean, it's addictive. It's uh, incredible. And he would not tell us the recipe. You know, for all I know, and I was thinking about this. Yeah, because that day, what was it like National Guacamole Day? And, and Polo was running up and down the hallway here mm-hmm. just... Like the, the guacamole fairy. <laughs> Put your hands out. <laughs> He's taking... Squ- <laughs> yeah, cup your hands and like taking, you know, uh, spoonfuls of guacamole. Yeah. Just filling up kids' socks and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> the guacamole fairy's here. And uh, I'm like, dude, let me get the recipe. And he goes, no. I said, no. Mm, I said, what's in this? Uh, I said, uh, well, obviously avocados. I go, is it uh, lime? You have a little lime in here? He goes, no. He goes, I'm not telling you. Mm. For all, did he tell you? I got the whole recipe. For all I know, he could have gone to <laughs> Schnooks, <clears throat> bought no. it. He definitely did. Taken it out of the container and <laughs> said it was Polo's mm. guacamole. In the case of one, mm, mm, four separate texts to give me the recipe. Oh my so gosh. four. Oh, so let me guess. Nice. Let me guess. Because I think he may have been well, lying about the if, lime. I don't know if he wants this out there. No, he has many times. Yeah, he's denied no the lime. lime. No, over and over and no over lime, again. no lemon. He even said, he even goes, people add lemons for some reason. I don't add lemon. No, or lime. I don't know if he wants me reading this on, on air. He sent the recipe to a radio personality. <laughs> but no, 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 no. He sent it to a friend, a close, trusted friend. Did it say not for air? No. <laughs> he shouldn't have brought it up. I'm going to text you it. You shouldn't have brought it I up. just texted, may I share on air? Oh, now I've asked the question. So without the answer, ah. it would be rude. Yep. That would be rude. There's no onions in there, right? It's pretty simple. Onions. Um, there are. I see. I see no onions. I mean, what if you're you're narrowing down the ingredients? It's got to be just a squashed up avocado with and salt. Point. I'll bet. No onions. There are a few things, and there's one that I was not expecting. Was there? It's a seasoning, right? right? It's more seasonings. No, you're definitely not. I don't think you're going to get it. This peanut must, butter. This, this must be. <laughs> this must be the key. The, this must be the secret. It is very simple, but I will tell you, the thing that he repeated many times is the key is you have to mash it very well and mix each ingredient in separately. Ah. No cilantro, right? No cilantro. Oh, man, see? You can get the whole thing. You keep asking questions. Well, let me me see. I won't say it. First first of all, first of all, that is the key. No way. You oh boy. No I knew way. you're never gonna guess is that. Is it tequila or something? Yeah, what is a splash of No, uh, I can't say. I can't say. Am I on the right track? It's Til- eye of newt. <laughs> <laughs> Hot dogs. That's what I figured. Mm. Okay, only if he says. Your mind is is it not? Is blown. I'll be honest with you, a little disappointed. Has it got a zest to that's, it? That's pretty messed up, man. <laughs> you know what, Polo? Do you hear what he said? <laughs> Don't ever, ever bring him anything fun ever again. A little disappointed, yeah. honestly. Honestly. I you think know, it's a... If you know it's why a, you're disappointed? Because you loved it that much. You thought it was that amazing. What is the secret? You got Is it 
schnooks guacamole just mixed in. With the, no, no, absolutely not. Schnooks guacamole no, with see, schnooks crossed out and, and, and polo. And when, on. when you say disappointed, that's what people are going to assume. It's not that at all. It's an ingredient. Oh. Is it just so simple that it, it's uh, obvious? I never would have guessed it. It's an ingredient that he never would have used. If I said, hey, throw this in there, he'd go, absolutely not. Yes. That's why he's disappointed. Because he would never have tried it on his own. Yes, you're right. Because I told Riz you, Mike, would, it was kale. Because Riz would never have come up with something that makes it the best. He's disappointed. Okay. Yep. I'm excited to uh, figure this thing out. Hey, have you guys, uh, speaking of food, tried this new uh, TikTok trend, uh, eating oranges in the shower? Mmm. What's that? Mm. Oh, no, I haven't. For, for cleaning purposes? No, eating them. Like, eating them. Like, taking and peeling an orange... In the shower while you're showering. Is this popular or is there a benefit to it? Well, uh, it fills up your drain with peels, so it's apparently nice. Apparently, there are some benefits to this. All I'm thinking is when Kramer put the garbage disposal in his shower. <laughs> <laughs> have you ever, have you ever had a, like, great idea. a cold beer or a cold yeah. drink of water? I know that's been a trend it for a long time. Yeah, there's a nice amazing. sensation that you get Only on vacation. I only do that on vacation. Hmm. I've had coffee in the shower. <laughs> I've taken damn like near hot coffee in the shower. Yeah, I've taken damn near everything. <laughs> the whole the thing shower. is like a con- the contrast between the cold beer and the hot shower. Yeah, I wasn't doing it because I was like, oh, this will be an experience. I was doing it because I was holding my coffee and I needed to take a shower. And I was like, you know what? I don't want to pause this. So I'll just he doesn't have any tables in his house. I was just going to take it in there. I was, you know, just, I'm I'm all about efficiency. I got coffee to drink. Got shower to take. If I'm on vacation. And there's a cold, cold, cold Corona in the fridge. I will go from, the, you know, the beach or whatever, usually a body of water. Yeah. Grab the beer, shower up with the beer before dinner. Yeah, that's a nice sensation. That's a great sensation. It is, even just a glass of water. So I wonder if the citrus are like a cold orange. Well, here are the benefits. Uh, they say it's less of a mess. Peeling and eating an orange is messy in general, but being in the shower makes it easy to rinse off. Okay. <laughs> people don't do it. I'm already sold on Pe- that. People I don't know how to peel oranges? Yeah, well, you it's get pretty all, simple. You do get all sticky. Your fingers and your mouth get sticky. I have I have it down to a science. Now. Me too, man. You take I get you, zero you, drips. It's it's perfect. You go, you go at the at the button, not the navel, the 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 top button. And you just one little bit of your, your your thumb under there. You take that, and then you peel it piece to piece to piece, and it all comes off in one roll. Mm. You've seen me do it every day, one roll, and you take that the nub at the bottom, and you pull that center piece out with that whoop like this, like and a, almost little slices kind of the whole thing open comes up out. like a flower. And now wow. you just slice to slice. Clean hands, no juice everywhere. Not the oranges I'm getting, man. They're just hard to peel, and I'm squishing them. And you also dribbling. have to roll. You have to roll them. You do like a little you bit of pressure, up. and you roll them on the table. Yeah, Never heard that. The skin up. Yeah, that that loosens the skin off of the. Uh, and at least sparkles on your counter. Well, apparently, when you do this in the shower, so so I'm sure we've all you know we've all tooted in the shower. Um, <laughs> no. Something about uh, something about uh, farting in the shower. The smell is a bit different than farting. Outside of the shower, it's something having to do with the, with the steam and, I mean, your fart particles get up yeah. in the steam and <laughs> the fart parts. It's almost like that with the orange. You get an enhanced sensory experience. The show, oh. the shower's heat is supposed to enhance the smell and taste of oranges. I'm into it. I'm gonna do it. So your shower may smell and feel more like a fancy hotel or spa. Mm. Okay, I can see that. And then they say citrus fruits have health benefits. You know, getting more citrus into your diet is a good thing. You know, oranges are a great source of vitamin C. Yeah. Prevent scurvy, guys. You don't want none of that. <laughs> no. 
And only about 10 to 12% of adults in the U.S. are getting enough dairy, uh, daily fruits and vegetables. So, hey, if you eat a shower, shower orange, hey, at least you're eating a piece of fruit. Yeah. yeah. I wasn't pe- eating are- enough fruit until I decided to take oranges in the shower. And that habit really helped my nutrition. Yeah, why do you have a fruit bowl <laughs> in your bathroom? <laughs> I call it a toilet. Oh, nice. I'm, nobody's doing this. Nobody's eating oranges in the shower. I'll do it and report back. <laughs> I promise you, I'll do it. My question is, do I peel it before I get in, or am I peeling no, it No, I in think there? you're peeling when you're in there. That's part of the Releases sensation. The, yeah. All right. Dude, you got to do the single peel. Then it just all comes off in one little baseball skin. You know, it almost yeah. looks like you... you I'll try you, to master that before I'm naked. Yeah, do a yeah. couple practice. Do that. A couple and then, practice <laughs> runs. And then. Make sure you got some gas in your tummy as well, and release <clears throat> them all at the same time, see yeah, what we'll happens. see what we can do. <laughs> um... <laughs> King Scott is somebody that does not curse. Uh, Prove it at all. I've never heard King Scott curse. Never. I, oh, I don't man. think I have. Drive with him for a while, uh, Mike. You're not a guy that swears a lot. <clears throat> not a lot, no. But I, I, um, no, I don't. Not a lot. Yeah, I don't. Just I, children I think, are around. Yeah, I, being around you, I don't. I don't think I. I no, I'm sure I've heard you. Say Every once in a while, I'll, uh, to be radically funny, I do it to be radically funny. But it's not part of your regular, no. regular, you know, speaking to somebody. Not really. No. I mean, and listen, we've all been around excessive cursors. Yeah. <laughs> like I got a buddy who, I mean, it's the f word every other word. Yeah, I went a number of years without saying anything. And uh, and you're making up for it now. I'm what, making up for it when now. When I met what? Moon, it, it, I don't know if we ever talked about this or not, but you were real um, proficient at saying the first letter of a bad word. Yeah, F. <laughs> and you could do. You, you, I was always impressed by that when when I knew you in the younger <laughs> Oh, you did F say word. that because he would say, man, "Man, this F and B came up to me," and I'm like, "What the F, dude?" And I'm like, "Don't be a D. He's an F." And I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> I tried to keep up. <laughs> but even but by doing that, like you're that. still inferring the word. <laughs> Yes, perhaps. But he had it down. I mean, it, it, it was second nature to just say the first letter. Like, yeah, it doesn't yeah. make, th- when an adult does that, it doesn't make sense. Sure, sure, sure. I was like 19, so I wouldn't classify that as an adult. <laughs> yeah. But I, uh, I, yeah, I went years, years, like, doing that, and or, or just not cursing at all. And then um, <clears throat> we were touring with Goldfinger and up in Canada, and I'll never forget it. We were sitting there. There's a whole bunch of pranks went on that night. And then uh, a couple of the guys, Darren, Darren from Goldfinger was like, hey, man, I've never heard you curse, and it really bothers me. How much money would it take to say a curse word? Man, I got them up to something like, I don't know, two, two or three hundred Canadian. And I just, I just <laughs> oh, let Canadian. it Canadian. So it's yeah, like Canadian. $50. Like, yeah, 25 cents here. <laughs> and I let it rip and they paid over. I mean, it was like the greatest thing. So I was like, well, I'll just do this every couple of years. Not <laughs> curse for a while until yeah. somebody offers me money. <laughs> yeah, drive the price up. Yeah, man. Drive the price per curse word up. Yeah. But when an adult says, ah, oh, you know, ah, oh, F word, you're... We all know what you mean. <laughs> yeah. We all know what you mean. That's what my dad always used to say, too. And anytime I was at the table, I'd be like, well, you know, Clark freaking went like this. And he'd go, freaking? If you're going to say it, just say it. See, freaking is different. <laughs> I was like, I, well, freak, you know, fre- I don't want to. I'm afraid. But when you say, uh, you know, man, he's being a D word. I mean, you're saying it. You're just, you're just not finishing it. You're saying you're starting the word, but not finishing it. We all know what you mean. Yeah, doofus. So inferring is the exact same? I guess so. I guess that releases you, Scott. You can just start ripping them now. Yay! But I don't even hear you say, like, oh. No, I'm educated. I won't rip them. 
But my buddy who curses, you know, says the F word every other word, he does it in every situation. Like, even out and about. And I've, I will be the person to say, hey, dude, come on, man. They're like, look at a restaurant. They're like kids oh, right, around. Yeah. But I do feel like it's far more common now for people just anywhere. You, you know, even in a grocery store line, you'll hear, talk to somebody and they'll just start every other word, you know. This is interesting. Back whenever I was a youngster, that, uh, that wasn't a thing. Like when people curse around my kids, I mean, I don't, I don't really care that much. They, trust me, they've they've heard it all. Yeah. You know, they've heard it all. But when I don't want to, I don't want to. Not every parent feels like that. Like not every, not every parent feels the way I do. Right. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. I tell my kids, I go, it's not a big deal. I go, it's just a matter of politeness. You know, if we can use different words, let's do that. But mm-hmm. it's not going to hurt you or it's not going to hurt anybody. So, and I tell my kids, they'll never be in trouble if they say a bad word or anything. Yeah. They yeah. haven't tried yet. They're little, but they, um. But if I'm with somebody and there are kids around, I don't know how ready parents their kids. And who am I to tell, right, tell right, you how to parent your kid? Yeah. So don't make this uncomfortable for everybody unnecessarily. I've known a few parents. And Use o- your adult words. Only a few that have like been excited to have kids so they can hear them cuss. Mm. And they it is. There's nothing funnier than a kid cursing. Ah, <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't think dude, it's a joke. This, was, this made me uncomfortable. Like uh, think about a, a, this a kindergarten. one-off situation. This kindergartner. Not excessive. If they're little and they don't know what they're doing, it might be funny. The kindergartner was encouraged to curse. And I just felt like you were setting up somebody... That was just gonna not be cool, and you know what I mean. Like it was almost like what you're doing. You're trying so hard to make them cool that it might backfire. It's gonna backfire. You know what I mean? Like in a weird way. Like kids are gonna be like, "Okay, that's enough." It seems like you're trying too hard. And I'm not saying this kid is. I don't even know this. I don't know. When you hear a kid, you know, say a swear word and they don't know what it means, they've just heard it somewhere, and it comes out of nowhere, and it's not a habit. Yeah. Yeah. I go, oh, that's cute. I don't know, to me. I'm weird. <laughs> did, you I'm guys, weird. Oh, on. did you guys have any friends, uh, family that, you know, you could cuss at their house when you were a kid? I could not cuss oh, at my house. I had a, I one group, yeah. one friend, and we did, you know, and you have, it's kind of like Mike said, it's like, eh, you know, if it's polite or not. So you would do that all the time, but it just kind of got boring. It wasn't exciting anymore. Yeah, it took all the excitement the out of cussing. I had a friend off. growing up, you'd curse at his house. I had a friend, I had a friend growing up that uh, you could curse at his house and he called his dad by his first name. And it was da- it's not a stepdad. It was his dad. And it was so... And what's he doing now? Bizarre. Oh, you know, I don't know. I haven't caught up with him. <laughs> Let's find out. I, I want to know. So, so the dad or the, no, I want to the kid. That real nice house. They were awesome. Uh, you know, I don't know. He's a hell of a soccer player. I want to know what he's doing now. I'll, I'll look How up. that affected I'll, him. I'll, I'll, yeah. I'll How, having that kind of lo- you know, looseness in the house. It was so bizarre. I was like, oh, it must be your stepdad. He's like, no, no. You know, it's just... I would never think about cursing in front of an adult as a kid. Never. Uh, no. Never. Because I'm always expecting a backhand. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Even if it's not from my parents. Yeah. I told my kids, like I said, to that they wouldn't get in trouble just because I've carried that fear of, like, just being in real trouble for letting a word slip. Not that my parents were even that way, but I think maybe it's just a generational thing. It was... You know, like that scene from A Christmas Story when yeah, oh, slow <laughs> motion slips out. And yeah. You feel that. You're like, oh, no, this kid's doomed. I couldn't even say, that sucks. Yeah, I couldn't either. That was, yeah. the word sucks, off the table. Yeah. I remember when I first said crap. I was like, Ooh, okay. Yeah, dude. Some testing limits here. I yeah, testing limits. My parents were always like. Pushing it here. That was the borderline. 
crap was the borderline. That was. That was like, a, oh, boy, you better watch yourself. Hey, if you're going to use that word, it better. Yeah. <laughs> you better really mean it. Yeah, or be gambling. But, so, yeah, that sucks. That was off the table. My son will not say a swear word. Will not say a swear word. I've, bri- I've tried to bribe him. <laughs> same. Same. My son won't do it. Uh, I would. I have put a $100 bill on the table. I said, say the F word. That's yours. Won't do it. Really? Will not do it. <laughs> I'll do it. My I know son, you will. I'll do it will. for you. <laughs> My son won't do it either, man. Like, he doesn't think it's even funny when, when I'm like, uh, you know, it's it's whatever. I mean, I'm certainly not encouraging it at all. But, like, you know, I've, I've said, like, I've, I don't remember if I've offered him money. But I've had that conversation, too. Like, I've never heard you uh, get angry or slip or any of that kind of stuff. He's like, I really don't do that. It kind of annoys me when some of my friends do it too much. And I'm like, wow. Oh, no, see, see, it doesn't bother the boy. It, 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 people cursing around him doesn't bother him. But... He will not do it. I don't know why. Wow. You think he's doing it when you're not around? I don't Maybe know. I don't a... think so, because I've asked his sister. And she'll, she swears like a sailor. <laughs> <laughs> Draws her R's out. <laughs> That's great. I remember when I was real little, and I mean, I, I had to be under four years old. I remember this. Crawling behind the couch and just saying bad words to myself. Like, I would crawl behind the couch and then just... Let it all out, saying these words that I'd heard. Yeah, when, listen. When I wasn't in front of my parents, I oh man, let her rip. Yeah, can't let find her the, rip. Can't find this guy. Can't find out what he's doing. He does not exist on the. I internet. hope he's still with us. Yeah, me too. See what happens when you cuss. <laughs> and call your your dad by his first <laughs> yeah. name. Yep. <laughs> I can't even imagine calling Dude, my dad by his first name so, or mother by. It was her so first wild. Name. It took me so long to get used to. And we only knew each other for, and we played soccer together for a number of years. And every time he'd be like, oh, you know, like, I'd always be like, well, you know, Steve's going to take me over here. I was like, Steve. Even when other adults now call their parents by their first names, it makes me feel weird. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, yeah, I guess. I mean, I, I certainly don't. I don't do that. When, and so for the people that do that, what's the transition? Where, where's the Where's the marker? To stop calling your mom, that you mom. Pass. Yeah. What? 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 At what point do you like when you ne- stop owning money or what? Like, <laughs> <laughs> there's never a point. There is no point. But for, I'm saying for the people that do that comfortably, what was the turn? Gotta wonder. Somebody has to weigh in on Twitter or something, or or, or hit the their app. Their parents were misbehaving, maybe, and just got used to saying their full name. Man, I wonder. I don't know. I think it's a way of almost dehumanizing them. Like I've <laughs> passed you in rank. Oh, like a dominance thing. It's a dominance thing, yeah. Now I'm the boss. Maybe, de- maybe dehumanizing is the wrong word. It's a dominance thing. Now I dominate my parents, so I will now call you by your 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 given name. Wow. Don't you think? I wonder if that's the case, yeah. Hmm. I, you know, call mom, mom out of a respect thing. And that's my mom. Yeah. That's my mother. That's my mother. Now, when it comes to swear words, um, a website recently poured over thousands of tweets. Now, we're talking swear words on social media, specifically Twitter, to find out which Americans swear the most. And they looked for 10 common uh, profanities. And 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 by the way, uh, being on the radio, I've, I've, I've been on the radio for 
20 plus years. I think maybe less than 10 times I've cursed. I did once. And it wasn't even on mic. One time, it was over there because my ear popped when we were listening, when we were doing the headphones, we were doing a game. And you, you dumped out. Dump out of, I think I've had a dump out of myself on this show maybe two or three times. Yeah, yeah. I think I remember, I think I remember once. Because <laughs> you even like, you even kind of like, what? Holy like, cow. Like, who said that out, out you know, of my sometimes voice? we'll get so relaxed in a conversation <laughs> yeah. that I forget where I am, which is a good, which is a good thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And that's the danger of talking about this subject, too. <laughs> but, but, you know, normally this block, the, a governor, you know. Sure, yeah. Where, well, I don't, where I don't curse. Keep those words locked away. Right. Mm-hmm. So, okay, so this, this website uh, looked over 10 common profanities. The F word, the S word, the B word, the P word, and both D words. Both. What are both D words? Damn Oh, damn and dick. <clears throat> well, where's your dump? Brothers? Where's your dump button now? Yeah, those are okay to say on the radio. <laughs> oh, B word being bitch. Okay, I could say that. Can't say the F word. Can't say the S word. My mom's gonna love Prefer this. Prefer not to say the P word. <laughs> uh, they found that people. What state curses the most on Twitter? Man, I would never think this, especially the Southern charm. Oh, well, mm. Mississippi, Georgia, Georgia, Georgia. Yeah, Atlanta. They found people from Georgia curse the most on Twitter, with forty-eight swear words per one thousand tweets, which actually seems low. Yeah, that's pretty decent behavior, it seems. I've been on Twitter. I see what goes <laughs> on there. Yeah. So Georgia, they curse the least on Twitter. Uh, then you got uh, Maryland, New Mexico, Hawaii. What do they have to curse about? They're in Hawaii. Big effing waves. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Louisiana, New Jersey, Alabama, Mississippi, California, and Maine. Surprising to see New York not on there. Yeah. People from Minnesota swear the least. 15 swear words per 1,000 tweets. West Virginia second, followed by Vermont. Alaska, which I think they just got the internet up there. Yeah, how much tweeting are they doing in Alaska? Utah, Iowa, South Dakota, Delaware, Montana, and Missouri. Mm. We are on the low end. Look at us. Of the cursing list. Ah, Feels good. Now, what is the order of swear words? I mean, obviously, the F word is... is That's the king. Top dog. Oh, oh, you mean order, not in frequency, but order in, like, the uh, severity. Well, no, and frequency. I figured the B word would be number one. No, that was down on the list. Wow. Now, the F word word is is so spectacularly uh, versatile. I would say the the P word's probably up there, because that could be used in a few situations. That's ninth out of ten. So F word, S word. D. S word is second. Oh, okay. What about D? Damn. So damn is third. Yeah. And they count hell as a swear as a swear word. And that's and that's not on top. Hell. Yeah, that's, that's not number top. four. It's on the bottom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, your f word, your s word, damn hell, then bitch, and then a mother effer is a sixth. Oh, <laughs> that's cool. The combo. Uh, bull s is eighth. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That does seem to be a good one for social media. How come that by itself just sounds so ignorant? Bull ass? Yeah. Oh, man, I like that. I love that word. Just when somebody like throws that. that in, 
When somebody's outraged. Yeah, it hits. That gets. When yep. somebody's outraged at something and you yell out, you know, BS. Yep. <laughs> you got to take it's the good. My favorite ones are the, my favorite ones are the Southern Charm uh, um, substitutes. So like uh, I've told you about that Roy D Mercer um, uh, prank call thing. Yes, know, like Roy Dam Mercer. Yeah, Roy Dam Mercer. But but he would always say, "Oh, uh, bull butter." Like instead, of, you know, like, like, <laughs> like instead of BS, no, it was, that it was do bull it. butter. I do. I will start laughing. The, yeah, that's what I mean. Like the 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 country substitutes for for curse words are my favorite by far. They're so silly. They sound they they stop you in your tracks where you can't be angry about whatever you're angry about anymore. Yeah. yeah. Somebody really said bull butter at me. Kind of everything stops. You're disarming like me. I mean, if, if something's, if something, we're fighting about something, you say, bull butter. <laughs> oh, well, maybe you're I'm right. I'm disarmed. <laughs> uh, crap was 10th. Oh, crap. Uh, I didn't realize that was a curse word. Some people do consider it a curse word. I mean, think about how it happened, though. It's from Thomas Crapper, right? Who who invented the, the P trap or, or the, yeah, yeah, something with the, with the toilet. I don't was know. It if it the was the I think it was the pedestal toilet. I think his name was John, not Thomas. Uh, was it John? Oh, it was John Crapper? John I thought it was Tom Crapper. I, think, well, either, I thought it was Tom. Either Crapper. way, they start, they started calling the toilet the crap. I got to go to the crapper because his name was on it. It was you know like they would put a badge on there. Or is this just uh, urban, urban? No, that's home? real. I've seen the I've seen a, uh, an old toilet that says Crapper. Right. So Thomas was, Crapper was an English plumber. Oh, look at that, Thomas Crapper. But he didn't inv invent the toilet. It was just like the pee trap or some sort of aspect to it, right? Uh, it says his. <laughs> so he founded Thomas Crapper & Co. in London, a plumbing equipment company. His notability with regard to toilets has been often overstated. He was the first to dig a hole. <laughs> and call it, he was the first to poop in a hole? Uh, Thomas Crapper & Company. But he had his name on it. Like it was like yeah, a badge a, or something. Yeah. So people oh, okay. would say, like, I'm going to the Crapper. Thomas Crapper had nine patents. Like, he was a pretty prolific guy. I mean, like... Let's not diminish the work of Thomas Crapper. <laughs> Three of his patents uh, were for water closet improvements, water closet being the bathroom, such as the, oh, the floating ball cock. Say that again? The floating ball cock. Which is also number 11 on the list. <laughs> he improved the S-Bend plumbing trap in 1880 by inventing the U-Bend. Yeah. That's what it was. Cool. And his lavatorial equipment was manufactured, uh, let me see, a company owned the world's first bath, toilet, and sink showroom. Dang. Right, so there was a lot of, like, showcasing the company name, the Crapper & Co. Crapper was noted for the quality of his products and received several royal warrants. Mm. Just like when we, are good. Just like in our area, since our a lot of the porta potties are called Johnny on the Spots, which by the way, this is a regional thing. I didn't realize that was so yes, it's a brand, Yeah, people when you say here. Johnny on the Spot in other towns, they don't know what you're yeah, talking and, about. And I, I, I had ran into that exact same scenario. But and, we say I'm gonna go to the Johnny on the Spot, and people would say, I'm gonna go to the crapper. Well, and this is how the origin of of crap to mean what we know it as today kind of came to be. What a legacy. It's been often claimed in popular culture that the profane slang term for human bodily waste, crap, originated with Thomas Crapper because of his association with lavatories. A common version of the story is that American servicemen stationed in England during World War I saw his name on cisterns and used it as army slang. I'm going to the Crapper. Okay. Yeah. That's pretty cool. I hope my name one day becomes a cuss word. But the word crap is actually 
The word crap is actually of Middle English origin and predates its application of bodily waste. It's uh, uh, most likely etymological, uh, etymological. Mm-hmm. Origin is a combo of uh, two older words, uh, the Dutch crappen to pluck off, cut off, or separate, mm. and the old French crappe, siftings, waste, or rejected matter from the medieval Latin crappa. Wow. So that guy was born to do something with He was with destined for it. <laughs> <laughs> he was born in the crapper. <laughs> it, all, it all works out. How cool. Yeah, right? if your last name is Longschlong and you're not doing <laughs> yeah, porn. Yeah, you, you think the universe is chaos? <laughs> Clearly not. <laughs> so what day of the week do we, do we swear the, the most? Uh, uh, Monday. Tuesday. That's oh. right. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Tuesday is when we curse the most Americans. Uh, the hour that we curse the most. Two o'clock. One a.m. One, One a.m. I guess that's when most people. If people you talking curse, in their sleep. Well, post on social media. So what looking are you at doing? social media postings. It's, oh, yeah. a, it's a weekday. You got school or work. What, what are we doing at swearing, one a.m.? Swearing, swearing sees spikes at one a.m. <laughs> and what holiday do we curse the most at? Christmas Not at or on. Halloween. That's right. Independence Day. (laughs) (laughs) Darn firework. Heck yeah. Look at all that crap in the sky. Well, Mm -hmm. I think it's more of an America. F yeah. (laughs) America. F yeah. (laughs) What cities swear the most? Columbus. Columbus, Ohio. Yeah, of course. Columbus, Ohio. Everybody knows that. Uh Yeah. Then Vegas, Jacksonville, Florida. Oklahoma City, Dallas, Philly, and Indianapolis. Gee whiz, man. You just threw, threw darts. Just bing, 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 bing. Like nothing seems to make sense. The two cities tied for the least amount of swearing. Phoenix and Portland. Portland, Oregon. You're uh, most likely to uh, swear uh, curse at home. Uh, work is the top place we want to swear but hold back. In front of strangers and in front of our kids. Uh, also ranked high. Uh, the number one person we curse at is ourselves. Hmm. That's sad. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. A lot of soul searching. Angry soul searching. And the most universal things that make us want to curse, first thing is when we hurt ourselves. Then when we road rage. And then when we get bad news. And then when we're cracking a joke. When we're arguing. And when we hear good news, we like to curse. Well, I'll be damned. Like that. (laughs) Okay, and I I defer to King Scott for this one. Okay. What are our favorite fill-in words to use instead of swearing? What's number one? Well, in his book, it's hoot. Yeah, hoot is a great one. Well, Uh, but I don't think that made the list. Um, Let's see your shoot. That's number two. Okay. (laughs) Dang. Dang is number six. Heck. Heck. Uh, heck number seven. Oh, heck belongs higher than Farts McGeezak. Darn. Yep. Darn is number eight. Oh, yeah. Dagnabbit. The these are our favorite fill-in words. You didn't get number one. Dagnabbit? No. See, I thought um, crap was a fill-in word. Crap is number five. Oh, okay. Fudge. Fudge is number one. Yeah, baby. Yes. Number one with fudge. <laughs> would, it, would it have been without the uh, the success of the Christmas story? Good question. I mean, was that like a d- default? Was that a standard before that? I don't know. I wasn't around. But I'm, I've am never heard anyone really just throw out a fudge. I, not that I can remember. Ah, fudge. Yeah, I say, I I say it. Yeah, it's just something you say, would say around a kid. Yeah, I say it. I say yeah. that or farts. Uh, 
Ah, fudge. The fudge. Farts not on there? Uh, no, no. Flippin'? Uh, flippin', oh, no, yeah. but, but frickin' is. Ah. Holy cow. Holy smokes. Dang or dang it. And uh, freaking. Yep. Yeah, freaking always bothered my dad a lot. Spooky. He's like, you say that every sentence. Why don't you just, why don't you just, just go for it? Just use the word. Just go for it. <laughs> no, sir. I brought my dad to a concert once. My dad was in, uh, was in town. Brought him to Pops. Oh, nice. For a rock and roll show. A freaking rock and roll show. Freaking rock and roll show. I go, Dad, come meet the band. Brought him backstage at Pops. Meets a lead singer. My dad says to him, and I quote, Man, you said the F word so many times on stage, you would have thought you invented it. <laughs> That's a good dad line. How did you feel? Just were you still at the point of the like at the age where you were like embarrassed? Yeah, a little like, bit. Oh come on, dad! It's such a dad thing to say. Well, there was a pause, <laughs> and then there was laughter. Laughter. <laughs> I just I, I was like, ooh man, I don't know if we were cool or not. You know, it was one of those ooh. Mm -hmm. That's hilarious. Is this gonna you know go over like a lead balloon? Yeah. Well, my parents don't curse, and I was in like two of the. Cursiest bands of all time. John is like the most cursy dude on stage ever. My mom always had a problem with my cussing on stage. In, in the old band days when I was mm -hmm. younger, that was her, her one critique. Just don't cuss so much. Because I guess I cussed a lot on stage. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, re I really don't do it. Um, especially with Greek Fire, just because there's, there's a lot of younger fans, too. You know, So I just I don't do it. And like on occasion, something may somewhat slip. And my, my mom, who's the biggest Greek Fire fan, will, will always go... I'm so proud of you. You didn't. You didn't say any curse words. Did you? Now, thanks, Ma. That's not as easy as it looks. Only seven percent of American adults, and your parents would be in the seven percent, uh, say they never swear. Your dad doesn't curse. Oh, sure, yeah, yeah, but not, not, not in in his. Not excessively. No, no, no. It's it's in a it's in a Rolodex that's in the bank. Mm. You know what I mean? He only pulls it out for special occasions. Special occasions only. Yeah, this is these are special. Like when words. you ran your father over with a tractor. Oh, that was more uh, uh, grunting and. Trying to prevent him from passing out. Did he curse? No, no. He did not curse. Oh. No, but that, like I said, he didn't just like hit the ground. Like it was, it was much worse than that. So there was there was no time for syllables. When we were uh, building the farmhouse, uh, I felt sometimes that uh, when there was a frustrating situation, that cursing did help. Yeah. Cursing did help. I thought, the was, I, I thought uh, we we read like a scientific study about like how it's some sort of release. It's some sort of like it, do, it does. It help. certainly does. Yeah, it's like sweating for your mouth. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, and I love every time they uh, they release a thing, and uh, a lot of us like to spread it around. Like uh, the more you curse, the more intelligence <laughs> yeah. uh, you have. Study says, and you're like, yeah, man. See, I told you. Look how smart I, I know, am. Oh, that guy that says the F word every other word. I don't think he's that smart. <laughs> right, right. And then, and then another study comes out and says, well, you know, smarter people have a bigger vocabulary and really aren't choosing these words necessarily. But I do love when that comes out. Makes yeah, it's feel, put out by somebody that curses a lot. <laughs> it makes me feel a little better about myself. Uh, one more thing before we do the Craigslist Freak of the Week. I don't know, does, does cursing make us happier? <clears throat> yeah, I think so. I think so. Sometimes. Well, temporarily, probably. Temporarily, and sometimes you need that boost. It's just a band-aid. It's not a problem solver. It is funny. You said the number one reason is when people hurt themselves, and it is like a thing where you're cursing yourself out because you're so angry that you got hurt, and you're the one to blame. You know what I mean? Like if you if you hit yourself with a hammer, you're just 
you are cursing yourself out. It's the most ridiculous thing, but it's somewhat of a relief yeah. because you can at least get it off your chest that ah, I'm an idiot. You know, I'm a this, this, this. Ah, fudge. <laughs> yeah. uh, is St. Louis a happy city? The city of St. Louis. Are we a happy? Are we a happy people? I think we can be. Yeah, I think so. I think we can be compared to compared to everybody compared to every other city in America. Are we? Are we in the so so the Wallet Hub? They looked at 182 different cities. Okay, based on their rankings on uh, when they base their rankings as far as happiness goes on 30 different key indicators of happiness. Everything ranging from depression rate to the income growth rate to average leisure time spent per day. So where would St. Louis fall in this? I think we'd be happy. You think we're on the happy end of stuff? Yeah. I, I, you know, we have good food I here. Yeah. We have With slow the, pace. Yeah. It's a good yoga town. Yeah, yeah. It's recreational weed now. Yeah, we got mm -hmm. some, uh, you know, some nice parks in the area. We got hiking trails. Yeah, yeah the sports options. Sports um, options. I feel like it's a very relaxed town too. Like we're not fast paced or anything. The way he's setting this up, he's gonna pull the rug out. <laughs> yeah. ah. So I will tell you, the happiest city in America is Fremont, California. Okay. And I know we do have some listeners out there in Fremont. Isn't that a well? -to -do Fremont area? is out in the Bay Area. Yeah, they're pretty wealthy over I there. I think right? they're pretty well to do out there. The second happiest was San Jose, also near the Bay Area. Yeah, same. Interesting. Yep, same spot. Followed by Madison, Wisconsin. Same spot. Yep, same spot. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not looking at a map, but I think it's the same spot. Followed by Overland Park, Kansas. Oh, okay. Well, that's a Kansas City suburb. Yeah, yes, yes, right, yes, yes. Right they, they make they a lot a nice, of lists. They got a nice Walmart there. They, they, they must fit like in this like perfect metric bubble. Where all the good stuff is happening just inside, and all the bad stuff's happening just outside. Yeah. Well, Overland Park as well is quite wealthy area, right? Oh, is it? I don't know. Yeah, I think so. And then San Francisco. So we did not make the top at least five. I'm thought, surprised San Francisco's I, happy. That's a hellish town. Yeah, I thought you always hear of all the terrible things happening. You hear there a lot about homeless things, <laughs> and just yeah. crime, and traffic, and hills, and San Francisco. Money. They only have rice aroni. Kicks ass though. I don't know. You, I love it. It's from one of my least favorite I've been cities. there once. Oh, man, I love it. As a kid, I was there. I got my car towed there. I had to go to City Hall. Oh, okay. It was okay. a drag. That, I will say the coolest thing I've ever... Uh, one of the neat things of touring and getting to see these beautiful cities like San Fran was where I got to see two guys smoking crack and one right. of those glass pipes. Well, I was like, this could, is a beautiful you town. You yeah. New York, too. There's a couple different okay. sections yeah. over there. Uh, I saw, okay, out of 182 cities, so we're not in the top five. Uh, Chicago was 72nd. Kansas City was 147th. Springfield, Missouri, 153rd. And St. Louis, 155th. What? Yeah. We are unhappy. Unhappier <laughs> than Chicago. We're way happier than Chicago. Springfield's happier than us, you said, right? By two. By, well, they're by one. Springfield oh, by two. The, Springfield's at the bottom of this, and that... It's just like an outdoors. We were easy. we were 147th in emotional and physical well-being. We were 153rd in income and employment, and 127th in community and environment. Did not not a great showing for the no. loo. But I like how we have that. But then you have the biggest park in the country. You got the best zoo. Listen, you got Scott, we do have right. a lot of nice things. Apparently, not enough to make all us right. happy. All right, <laughs> hey, things are looking What's up. What's it gonna take? That's all right. What's it gonna take, St. Louis? What's it going to take? I don't know. We got the Ferris wheel now and everything. I yeah. don't know what You'd it takes to make these people happiness. happy. I think once we get the trolley going. Get that trolley have, going. Now we have goals. Let's just make top 150 if we can, please. I think once we get the trolley going full time. Yeah. <laughs> yep. That's, That's going to do it. something. <laughs> That'll, yeah. 
That'll at least push us maybe to the top 150. <laughs> it makes me happy to uh, announce the Craigslist Freak of the Week winner. Yeah, baby. All right, so Mike's going to uh, read the ads back in the order in which they finished, third through first. So Liv was here yesterday, three brand new ads based on your votes, one of these ads moving on to the next round of the Freak of the Year playoffs. So here's how it all shook out in third place with 19% of your votes. It was nominee number one, Thumb and Thumber. Looking for a perfect partner slash competitor. Man for man, 47 years old, Brighton, England. I need somebody to thumb wrestle. I love the sport and I'm very passionate about it. I have different stage names for my left thumb, but the most famous that you may have heard is El Chupa Thumbra. <laughs> he has a little mustache, and I painted a red and green leotard on him for events. <laughs> I am mostly looking for left-handed partners to compete against and cheer on, but anyone with a caring and supportive demeanor and the grip of a teenage offshore drill hand is welcome. I like to do this with most of my clothes off so I can get sweaty and intimidating with my shiny chest out. I'd love to have a few rounds or tournaments lead us, uh, lead into us wrestling with some other thumb-sized appendages, but that doesn't necessarily have to happen for me to like the champ. Just so you know, I also enjoy crocheting, shadow puppeteering, and speed snapping my f uh, fingers to keep them loose. Men only, no women or kids. All right, there you go. That is Thumb and Thumber uh, in third place. I've never heard of that. I've never heard of a thumb... Well, I, thing. I do love El <laughs> Chupa Thumbra. That's good. That's creative. Good name. All right, here we go in second place. You're runner up with 29% of your vote. It was nominee number three, Chrissy Stapleton. To feel again, woman for anyone, 46 years old, <clears throat> Vancouver. I've been through a few marriages and I'm just ready to experience a fresh start. I'm ready to finally be me and get what I need. I want to be stapled. I love pain. I've been involved with the BDSM community in my area of the city for a while, but no one will put staples in me. Are you brave enough? I've done this to myself a few times, and I love the thrill. I need you to take this even further. I have a staple gun and some staples, so supplies are taken care of. We can do this in my place. Staple a couple posters and paper onto my back, ass, and legs. I'll provide drinks and food. Liquid courage is needed for both of us. <laughs> Who knows? You might even get lucky if I get turned on enough. Let's get bloody and feel again. No clowns. Oh, oh man. Uh, Don't let clowns know about this no. guy. Yeah. Oh, I love stapling people. Oh, that's a lady, <laughs> by the way. That's yeah, a lady. That's a girl. That's uh, Chrissy Stapleton. <laughs> You're runner-up, Craigslist Freak of the Week. And here you go, your official Craigslist Freak of the Week with 51.9% of your vote. It was nominee number two, ladies and gentlemen, Ben Stiller. Naked in the dumpster, man for man, 35 years old, Halifax. It was the most magical experience I've ever had. Walking up and down the back alleys looking for something, anything, to make me feel alive. And I noticed some old thrown-out porn DVD covers in a dumpster of a local store. I couldn't believe my luck, but knew that with the clothes on my back being my only possessions in the world, that I couldn't risk soiling them. I removed my exterior garments and jumped into the metal bin and began digging for treasures of masturbatory nature. That's when I stood up and I saw that you were holding your trash bags. It was obvious that you weren't expecting me 
as you took out your daily trash from work. You were standing there looking perplexed yet intrigued, and there I was, wearing nothing but sneakers, standing in your dumpster, joeing while holding placards of all the dirtiest new porn DVD releases. Oh, it was a sight to behold. Your eyes met mine, and there was an awkward silence before you turned and walked the other way. I'm sure you felt the same thing that I did. You were the store employee wearing the yellow shirt. I believe you were the manager. I, of course, was the naked 30-something with a few good teeth. <laughs> Please respond ASAP as my data on my phone expires in two days. There you go, Ben Stiller. With the teeth. Your official Craigslist Freak of the Week. Moving on to the next round of the Freak of the Year playoffs. And thank you for all your votes. And Mike, what a great read that was. Thanks. I mean, that was, it was just as exciting for me as it was for you guys. Really felt it. <laughs> All right, Team Riz member of the day is brought to you by Hotshot Sports Bar and Grill. Proud sponsor, Team Riz. Visit hotshotsnet.com slash Team Riz from Cottage Hills, Illinois. Uh, Mikey Bechtold. Yeah, Mikey. Mikey. Yeah, Mikey. Yeah. Mikey Bechtold from College Hills. Mikey and his uh, his wife have been tuning into the Riz show religiously for years while watching daily in the studio cams every morning while getting uh, ready for work. Hey, guys. Uh, Mikey and his wife also support the show as... Uh, as many ways as they can. They attend point events, concerts, support our various fundraisers and such. Uh, Mikey is pumped to rock his Team Riz jersey around Cottage Hills. Gives the show a solid three out of five stars. Well, thank nice. you, guys. Thank you. Thank you, Mikey, and your wife. Uh, Mikey Bechtold from Cottage Hills is our Team Riz member of the day. Get the super sweet Team Riz member of the day soccer jersey. Get yourself signed up, 1057thepoint.com slash Team Riz. Hey, podcasters, Riz here for locally and family-owned Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers. In business since 1976, along with their team of 600-plus expert tire and automotive service technicians who live right alongside you in the communities where they work. Whatever you drive, car, van, light truck, SUV, hybrid, or EV, you can count on the friendly folks at Dobbs to provide you with the tires you need just right for your vehicle and driving at the lowest price in town, guaranteed. And you can count on Dobbs uh, Service Pros for expert auto service done right the first time, including routine and preventative maintenance and complex diagnostic and engine repairs. With 43 stores, including Dobbs' newest store in Columbia, Missouri, complete full-service tire and automotive care has never been so convenient. Take the time to check out Dobbs' money-saving February specials at go2dobbs.com and drive into any of the Dobbs' 43 convenience store locations for expert tire and auto service and for fantastic savings using Dobbs' February deals today. Go2dobbs.com. Hey, podcasters, if you're somebody who suffers from chronic sinus infections, it's misery. You know it. I'm talking about two or three sinus infections a month. You should have a consultation with Dr. Dr. Gould at St. Louis Sinus Center. If you're suffering from facial pain and drainage and pressure, you're tired all the time, it's time to get yourself fixed up. Take action by making a phone call to St. Louis Sinus Center and ask about their balloon sinus dilation. It's easier than going to the dentist. It's proven to be as effective as your traditional sinus surgeries. Now, with balloon sinus dilation, minimally invasive procedure, 90 to 95% of patients who have this procedure should never have to have another sinus procedure in your life. Believe there can be relief. Call St. Louis Sinus Center, 3144-RELIEF. That's 3144-RELIEF. Or hit them up online, stlsinuscenter.com, stlsinuscenter.com, St. Louis Sinus Center. Hey, Riz here. I'm going to ask you to do something. Predict the future. You can't. It's impossible. You can't predict the future. Think about four months from now. Are you going to be happy at your current job? Uh, is your paycheck going to stretch far enough? 
you can change your life in just four months. Not four years, four months. And that's thanks to Centric. You see, Centric prepares you for a career in the fastest growing industry in the world, technology. Centric's hands-on program teaches you the actual job skills you need to get hired, even if you have no IT experience. And cybersecurity is the most exciting career in technology and one of the most in demand. And Centric can train you for that brand new career in cybersecurity, and they could do it in four months. And military men and women, you could use your GI Bill to go to Centric. Call 314-450-4714 or go to Centric.com slash STL, C-E-N-T-R-I-Q.com slash. Hey, this is Rafe from the Rizzuto Show on 105.7 The Point. That's right. You're talking to Captain Porksteak himself, and I want to talk to you about prize picks. Prize picks is the most fun I've had winning up to 100 times my money this basketball season. Quick withdrawals, easy gameplay, and enormous selection of players and stat types are what makes Prize Picks the number one fantasy sports app. Now, this week on Prize Picks, I'm looking at the playoff basketball board and selecting uh, Anthony Edwards for more than 29 points and Nikola Jocic for more than 10 rebounds, or Jalen Brunson for more than 30 points and Tyrese Halliburton for more than 10 assists. And WNBA is right around the corner. I'm going to pick Caitlin Clark to make three-pointers on my lineup when the women's basketball season tips off later this month. Download the app today and use code RIZ for a first deposit match up to 100 bucks. I'm going to repeat that. Download the app today and use code RIZ for the first deposit match up to 100 bucks. I love prize picks, and you will too. Prize picks. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy. Ah, nice weather yesterday. Spending time out on the deck. My deck courtesy of Chester Fence and Deck. When we bought our house back in 2018, yeah, I think 2018, the, the, the deck was in, in disrepair. And we're trying to put Band-Aids on it. Like, the railings were loose. We have to tell people, please, for your, for your health and safety, don't lean against the rail because... You could plummet to your death. Uh, so we, we eventually had to do it. We had to, we had to bite the bullet. We had to call on Chesterfield Vets deck, and they did a tear down of the old deck and put up a gorgeous new deck. They used their own crews. They used their own tools. Um, we did the underdecking. We did the, uh, the concrete patio. They did it all. Everything was in-house over there, and we couldn't be happier. Chesterfield Vets deck. In business for 56 years. Fences, decks, sunrooms, screen rooms, patios, retaining walls, windows. They're a company you could trust with your biggest investment in your home. Locally owned and operated. All the products are guaranteed by a five-year labor warranty. When you mention the Riz Show, you'll get 20% off your next outdoor project. It's Chesterfield Fence and Deck. They're online at ChesterfieldFence.com. Chesterfield Fence and Deck, after all, who doesn't want a bigger deck? Uh, STL. That's centric. Change your life in four months. Hey, hey, McConaughey here, and you're listening to The Rizzuto Show. Please go be on, your amigo. All right, welcome back to The Rizzuto Show. Phone number 314-624-3833 or 618-398-3833. I should say, welcome back to The Rizzuto Show, presented by The Fast Lane. There you go. Mick Ultra Studio Cams, 1057thepoint.com slash Riz the Socials. R-I-Z-Z show your emails Riz show 1057thepoint.com Also send your instant feedback through the 1057th Point mobile app Mike joins us this morning Hey Alright Mike Friday fail stories Yeah We've got those coming up We have to give away some prizes so We'll play a contest called Fake News of Florida you know, Alright We have Point Fest tickets We have uh, tickets to go see Jelly Roll Bad Flower Comedian Chris Porter is going to be here Hey Kansas City Zone at uh, Helium Comedy Club this weekend. 
So before we get to news, uh, Fox News posted a list of uh, the weirdest laws in all 50 states. Ooh. And some are old laws that don't apply anymore, uh, and the rest are rarely enforced. So some of the more stranger ones I found fascinating. Like in Colorado, uh, I'm sorry, in California, you cannot eat frogs that died in a frog jumping competition. I thought you said these were going to be weird. Yeah. That's, that's <laughs> in Colorado, no upholstery on outdoor furniture. No upholstery on outdoor furniture <laughs> Wait, is allowed. Which state? So that's just bare-boned furniture? The exception is if you're selling it at any yard sale. I know in Illinois, I know in Illinois, a couple of years ago, they had to do a law, they passed a law saying no indoor furniture is allowed outside anymore. See, that makes sense. It's sad yeah. that they have to say it. But right. uh, but that would get rid of a lot of nice front yard decorations of Missouri. I don't think we could do that here. In Indiana, no catching fish with your bare hands and no dynamite either. <laughs> In Kansas, kids over 14 cannot use playgrounds. In Kentucky, reptiles cannot be used in religious services. In Maine, no gambling at the airport. Aww. In Massachusetts, if you sing the national anthem in public, you have to sing the whole thing. No stopping halfway <laughs> oh, that's, through, that's or you can be fined 100 bucks. That that's is the best one, of, one. Yeah. Where did that come from? I, lo- I want to see a cop rolling by and being like, you better finish that up. Ah, ah, ah. Keep going. <laughs> better finish that up, son. In Mississippi, no swearing in public if two or more people are around. In New Hampshire, no collecting seaweed at night. <laughs> Dang kids In New Mexico No dancing while wearing a sombrero What? Is that old Mexico or New Mexico? New Mexico You what? get sunburned In Pennsylvania No explosives at weddings You can't fire a gun either Aww. In South Carolina It is illegal for a man to seduce a woman By promising to marry her If he doesn't mean it You could get up to a year in jail that one. How do you prove that? Just say, I really meant it at the time. Judge? In South Dakota, you cannot use fireworks to protect sunflowers from birds. Hold on. Let me, th- <laughs> let me think about that. Protect sunflowers. So you can't shoot them at the birds to keep them You know away. what? At Union Station, when we used to work down there, every once in a while you'd hear, and it wasn't a gunshot. It was actually fireworks going off. They would shoot some kind of explosive into the air to scare the pigeons from camping out oh, underneath yeah. underneath the uh, Union Station. Yeah, canopy. yeah, yeah. Wow. Just yeah. give them a little spook, huh? A little spook. So you can't do that in South Dakota if you're trying to protect sunflowers. Too bad. In Tennessee, unless you have a permit, you cannot keep a skunk as a pet. In Utah, you cannot be, uh, buy beer in containers larger than two liters. So no kegs. Yeah, they got some weird beer laws in, yeah. in Utah. Mm-hmm. I remember I went there once and tried to go into a bar, and they said I needed to be a club member or something. I said, well, how do I become a club member? They go, well, you got to give us 15 bucks. I <laughs> gave <laughs> 15 bucks, and then I was a club member. I could technically do <laughs> You're in the club. <laughs> in Virginia, no hunting within 200 yards of a church on Sunday. That's the smart rule. Yeah. In the state of Washington, shoe stores cannot use x-ray machines to find a shoe that fits. Say what? How would they? Shoe stores cannot use x-ray machines to find a shoe that fits. Listen, apparently there was an incident where they had to put something on the books. Was so the x-ray in the shoe or the foot? I think there was an old school machine that they used to use for that at the uh, at 
shoe stores. In West Virginia, you cannot use a ferret to help you hunt. Oh man, I was planning on uh, change game game changed. In Illinois, you cannot dye a baby chick. D Y E. Oh. It's against law in Illinois to sell, offer, uh, to sell, trade, or display living baby chicks, ducklings, goslings, or other fowl or rabbits which have been dyed, colored, or otherwise treated uh, so as to impart them to an artificial color. That was probably a big thing in the 70s or something. Seems like that's probably a good rule to have. Seems like they were probably dying a lot of ducks at some point. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe that was a thing. Yeah. Ah, the 60s. <laughs> yeah, and in Missouri, you cannot sell cars on Sundays. Is that right? Yep. And that's the same, that's the same rule in Jersey, in New Jersey. It's illegal to sell a vehicle on Sundays, according to Missouri's Code 578.120. The law states that no dealer, distributor, or manufacturer who isn't licensed may keep open, operate, or assist in keeping open or operating any established place of business for the purpose of buying, selling, bartering, or exchanging, or offering for sale any motor vehicle, whether new or used, on Sunday. Just get your butt to but, church and stop thinking about cars. Yep. And uh, Tesla, though, I bet they get around that because they don't have a motor. Maybe. See if a Tesla dealership's open huh. on Sunday. I think there's some other laws we should add to the books. And tell me if you think I'm over the line on some of this stuff. Okay. Children under 13 cannot fly. <laughs> no. You got to give them a break. Okay, all right, all right. Give them a break. I'm just going to throw these out there. Okay. Uh, nobody outside of the, uh, the state of Kentucky can use the word taters. <laughs> that makes sense. Except for Ron okay, White. Get that, one. that makes sense. Uh, attic insulation must be a different color than cotton candy. Mm, that's smart. <laughs> Fooled a couple times on that one. And can't they make I thought it, about it yeah. where it's no longer itchy? That'd be nice. Uh, let me see. Uh, communion wafers, for you Catholics out there, must be served with a dipping sauce. Mm. <laughs> I mean, it comes with wine. A little buffalo dipping sauce mm -hmm. on those would be mm. good. Uh, no owning exotic animals unless you are a sultan or a rapper. <laughs> well, that's cool. Yeah. yeah I'm that in. one down. Uh, restaurants must get rid of QR codes and go back to using menus. Please, yep. man. I'm a I'm a technologically hip guy. I really am. I swear to God. But hip. I get the sweats when I see one of those little squares and I go, oh, crap. I got to act like I've learned this at some point. I've never learned it. No one ever told me what to do with those squares. Mm -hmm. But yet I sit at a restaurant. I got to act like, oh, yes, one of these, of course. Um just kind of hover my phone. How do I do this? Mm -hmm. Something we should put on the books. A piece of wood you found in the ocean is not art. Come on. <laughs> Come on. I don't, I'm guilty of that. Wait, I, have one of, I have one in my basement right now. Driftwood. I love driftwood on, art. Yeah. That's a hard one to swallow. I do get a kick out of a driftwood art. And kids stuck in claw machines, like the claw machine game, yeah. must stay there. Yeah, keep them. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's one we can all you get cannot, behind. You cannot open the machine up. You must win the kid. Uh, Your fault, uh -huh. little guy. <laughs> hey, it's on the books. Well, let's do some news. Oh, yeah. We're going to do some news. So would you say that we had a mild February? Uh, it's been pretty mild, yeah. Extremely mild. Now that now that February is in our our rearview mirror, let's let's look back. Yeah, yeah, pretty mild. A lot of nice days. Yep. Zero cold. It was a mild February. No snow. In fact, the whole winter has been pretty mild. Yeah, it's been a, a, the most 
pointless winter we've had they were ages. they were really only a couple like really really cold days yeah only a couple snowfalls maybe two little dumps i remember right before christmas it was cold yeah it dropped down to the single digits right yeah like right before christmas it got cold yeah but other than that it's been it's been a, a pretty mild winter pretty mild uh, this has been the 12th warmest winter on record for st louis 12th warmest winter on record of st louis not uncommon and and 2023 has been the fifth warmest start to a calendar year Mm. february's temperatures averaged six degrees warmer than average now with the warmer weather and more sunlight things are starting to bloom a little earlier yeah yeah plants are about two weeks ahead of schedule uh oh! I've noticed we're gonna that get a, we're, we're going to get a little frost. I don't know. This is got to be. Yeah, this is stuff you got to be careful about. Yeah. So, am I in trouble with the yard stuff because I haven't done all the seeding yet and all that? No, I think you. Um, I right. think you should be all right because there is a chance in March it could get cold at some point, and you got that March frost. Okay. Yeah. And it kills everything, but things are starting to blossom. I've noticed. Mm-hmm. And that's two weeks ahead of schedule. I so. Just jumpstart the whole thing if we could just warm up the whole uh, situation. Yeah, all right. the whole situation. Yeah. Let's get it going. I'm all right with, <laughs> with, with spring two weeks early. Uh, whether you've been watching this trial unfold or you were just made aware of this this tragic case, the verdict is in on the Murdaugh trial. Everybody's talking about this. Well, I asked Mike during the break, did you watch the, the Netflix special? You had not. I haven't seen it yet, no. Scott, did you? I have not seen it yet. Man. Wild. What a wild story. Yeah, it sounds like something that people are going to really keep their eye on, especially it, it, the verdict just came out. The verdict just came out yesterday. Uh, I've been I've been watching the trial. I watched the Netflix uh, special. It's a three-parter. It's it's pretty quick. It's a pretty quick watch. Uh-huh. You know to you don't have to go invest a lot in it. But okay. the story of this family who basically ran this town in South Carolina and just all these mysterious murders and people dying, you know, around this family. And the fact that this guy was stealing from clients, it's it's a wild story. That's insane. But Alec Murtaugh has been found guilty in the double murder of his son and wife. The jury took less than three hours to reach a verdict yesterday. He was convicted on all four counts he was facing. Two counts of murder, two counts of possession of a, of a weapon in the com- uh, commission of a violent crime. Alec Mur- uh, Murtaugh's sentencing will happen at 8.30 today. This morning, his legal team told TMZ we're dis- uh, disappointed in the jury's verdict, but we will not have any further comment until after sentencing. So Alex's wife, Maggie, and their 22-year-old son, Paul, were found dead in 2021. From the beginning, this Alec Murtaugh guy was a person of interest for more than a year, but claimed he had an alibi. A grand jury heard enough evidence last July to indict him for the murders. During the trial, which started back in January, his supposed alibi, which he was at his parents' house, checking in on them. And then he came home, found the wife and the son murdered. His alibi was blown up when prosecutors introduced this bombshell piece of evidence, a video from the murdered son's phone recorded at 8.44 in the family's dog kennel minutes before the murders had his voice on there. Wow. That seems problematic. Yeah. Yep. Whoops. Whoops. Hey, if Man. money was not a factor, what's the number one dream city you'd want to live in? 
Hmm. We're talking. We're talking cities in the U.S., not other countries. Uh, no, not other countries. Um, right here in St. Louis. Yeah, you you would. There's no other place you'd want to move to. Um, not really. No. No. Well, maybe Miami or something like that, just to have a beach place. Yeah, I think I'm the same way. Yeah. I don't know if Miami would be the place I would want to move. Maybe on the Gulf side, something on the Gulf side. Yeah, the White Sands. Yeah, maybe like Fort Lauderdale. Yeah. I, I, that's on the ocean. That's on the ocean side <laughs> yeah, of things. Maybe but Sarasota think, or something, or uh, Fort Myers. Yeah, St. Pete. Yeah, St. Pete. Yeah, place like that. Place on the beach. Yeah, but I wouldn't stay there year round. I would. I would want to be in St. Louis more. Where would you, Scott? Money is not an Money's option. Money's not an option. Man, that is tough because it's it's between L.A. and between, um, you know, somewhere in western Montana. Mm-hmm. One of those Western two. Montana. Heck, yeah, I oh. love Montana. Mood, if money was not an option, okay. it was not a factor, <laughs> All right. what city would you move to? It's got to be a U.S. city. Oh. Um... Oh man, currently. Oh, that's a great question. I've never thought about that with money not being you know an what? option. I I might Honolulu. I was going to say Oh, there you go. Honolulu. Honolulu. Yeah, there you go. I might Fair. say Honolulu. Honolulu. That's that's where it's at. Yeah, that's the answer. Okay, yep, you did good. Well, a new survey looked into it and <laughs> Los Angeles got the most votes. See, I would say I would say Honolulu or um like Ure, Colorado. That's one of my spots. Is man. that your cell watch? Or or Moab, Utah. Uh, so this survey says, you know, number one dream city. Money didn't matter. Number one was L.A. Number two was Atlanta. Then Austin. Three of those places I wouldn't want to move to. I mean, if you had a lot of money and you could kind of build yourself a castle up on top of everything. I guess so. Maybe. That's why I'm thinking of the mountains, man. Yeah. That's why I just want to go to. I'm gonna, The I'm, L.A. thing is neat because, you know, it's one of the few spots on the planet where you got the, you can go skiing. The I same day you can so. go play in the water. It's pretty amazing. You're dealing with a lot of other things. Y'all yeah. have been to Colorado? You ever been to these I've never been to Colorado. Like Golden or, or... Yeah, Golden's beautiful. Or Durango or Boulder. But then it was Vegas, Miami, New York, Boston, Dallas. And the top five states we want to live in, California, Florida, Hawaii, New York, Colorado. And according to the poll, Florida actually was the top state people moved to last year. Like, Florida was the top state people moved into last year. California was the top state we moved out of last year. <laughs> Listen, if money were, weren't an option, I'd live somewhere and have a house in Florida. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'd live somewhere <laughs> and have I, a yeah, house in Texas. See, I, I, I like the uh, West Coast, you know, south, <laughs> the south part of the West Coast because there's no humidity, so it's good for my hair. All right, if money were no <laughs> object, would Americans want to live in a city, the suburbs, or out in the country? What do you guys think? People hmm. want to live in cities. Yep. I would think suburbs. I mean... I think... If you asked a, oh, oh, two years ago, oh, it was uh, they wanted to live out in rural area, but now I think they're back to city living. So you say city, yeah. So again, money no object, city, suburbs of the country. Where do people want to live? Mike he might be city, right. Suburbs. Suburbs. You're Mike says right. suburbs. You wanted some peace and quiet. I guess I, I think he convinced me. Suburbs. Nope. City. <laughs> Sorry, oh, pal. Man. City, yeah. suburbs, <laughs> Last and country. Last time I listened Don't to you, Mike. Trust me. Yeah. Are <laughs> the top reasons people moved last year: better quality of life, lower cost of living, and to get a better place. And the regrets, like the 75% of regrets about their move, the top three, I wish I moved into a bigger place. I miss my old place. And I wish I got rid of more stuff instead of moving everything. Look at moving as an opportunity to downsize stuff. Get rid of things. It takes you a while to learn that. Once you get old enough, you're like, I'm just moving this stuff over and over again. Yeah, I'm I'm moving garbage around. (laughs) 
And most people who moved last year didn't actually go that far. 61% moved less than 20 miles away from their old place. Now, if you've ever uh, wondered how to handle a, a bear attack... Yes, I have. I have. I thought about it a lot. Uh, The general rule of thumb is... It depends on the bear. That's the general rule of thumb. Well, the general rule of thumb is not to sacrifice a friend. Oh. Huh? Okay. And that's according to the National Park Service. And what was intended to be a somewhat serious announcement, the Park Service, they urged people not to push a slower friend down. In the event of crossing a bear. I saw that, and that was the park service that tweeted that out. (laughs) Man, I finally met the perfect woman who's slower than me and all that. That was the whole game plan. Quote, quote, even if if you feel like the friendship has run its course. (laughs) (laughs) And they wanted to say that while seeing a bear in the wild is a special treat for any visitor to a national park, uh, you know, it could be an exciting experience. It is important to remember that bears in national parks are wild and can be dangerous. And their tweet has been viewed over 8.3 million times and was soon flooded with, you know, pretty hysterical responses from people on Twitter. But uh, in a follow-up post, the Park Service attached a link to a useful document on staying safe in the run-up to spring, which is the time when bears become more active. They're out of hibernation looking for food. Yeah, they're looking for something. Angry. Oh, picnic basket. <laughs> so in the rare event of a bear attack, do you guys know what to do? Yes. Yeah. Kick that bear's butt. If it's a grizzly, you don't back down. You got to get right up in its face. Scare the hell out said, of it. Put up your dukes. Yep. If it's a grizzly, you talk to your God <clears throat> and you say, hey, I'm, I'll see you in a second. I get out my pot and my pan and I start banging my pots and pans. <laughs> no, you're already being attacked. Yeah, I'm ready. Uh, don't you go for the nose? I try to bribe it first. I pull out. How much is it going to take for you to leave me alone? Yeah. Nose and eyes. Take so you got to put your hands not up. Not a cash. Look real big. Mm-hmm. Try to make it laugh. And start kicking. Here's, yes. <laughs> Comedy. <laughs> <laughs> try to teach it to walk on a big ball. Uh, okay, so here's what they say. In the rare event of a bear attack, they encourage people to play dead. What? Play, play I've never dead, heard that. Play dead if approached by a brown or grizzly bear. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, you've never the, heard that they're for different. Real? Different no. strategies. I've heard the different exact strategies ones. for different bears. You are like the black bear. Oh. You are supposed to play dead. Black bear, you do this. Oh, I'm glad I'm learning this. I was ready to. Fight a brown or grizzly bear, play dead. Lay flat on your stomach with your hands clasped behind your neck. Spread your legs to make it harder for the bear to turn you over. Are these bears, cops. Remember. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is America. Remain still until the bear leaves the area. So face down, hands over your neck, so it can't bite your neck. So it can't. Yeah. So it can't. Claw your neck and, and spread, spread, spread your legs. Feet. Why? Do no. A, do a snow yeah. angel. Don't spread your legs in front of a bear. Well, they're the? going to try and That's turn rude. you over and disembowel you. Oh, yeah, so you're using that as. They're trying to flip you. But see, this is to flip you over. where I think people also need the proper training, which I've had, where you they have three uh, perfect tickle spots on them. Every bear <laughs> does. And you just need to learn where they're at, the third rib. Like, to, the, the black bears, you're supposed to like, kind of you kind of stand your ground. You never run. Never, ever, ever run. You bat, you stand your ground, make yourself big, kind of yell at it, get 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 growly, you know, and then you slowly back up. And yeah. once the attack starts, that's when you they go do dead. list a black bear. If it is a black bear, the park service advises people not to play dead. Don't play dead. Try to make an escape to a car a nearby building. If that's not possible, try to fight back using anything available, an object available. Concentrate your kicks and your blows on the bear's face and muzzle. Yeah, do, gri- grizzly is the play dead. Do we have like don't... a cute? Um, 
limerick that I could remember this? Like, if the bear is brown, lay down, or something like that? If I mean, the bear is brown, lay down. If the bear yeah. is black, yeah, but black fight back. to attack. Fight, yeah, back. fight back. Most most black bears are brown, though. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> if the bear is black, exactly. fight back. But just check. That's who you're going to be if, calling for. Yeah, just look under rear end, though. They usually have a tag. It tells which kind it is. Okay. <laughs> it says where they're made at, all that kind of stuff. Dude, I've only seen... Um, a couple grizzlies in, in real life. And the first one I saw in the wild, dude, it was from so far away. I know I've told this story before. It was so far away, but it was so big and intimidating. When you see one, a real one, a real one in the wild, you you realize how much ground it can cover and yeah. what it can do. It just changes your life. You go, wow, that really is something yep. to be afraid of. That mm -hmm. can mess. I try to size everything up. I go, that thing tear me apart in three seconds. Whatever you think you, you know, maybe I could get his jaw and maybe I could do this. When you see one in real life, you go, I stand no chance. Well, I've now me, been humbled. Whenever I see a, another creature, I, I picture myself fighting it. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Yeah. That's what I everybody always, does. When I see a grizzly in the wild, I'm just like, man, that thing would look great next to my bookshelf. <laughs> in uh, military news, the Air Force style authorities have spoken and neck and hand tattoos are okay now. All right. Oh. There you go. Uh, beards are out, though. Beards are out. <laughs> no beards. Uh, and neck and hand tattoos are okay. So the new version of the Air Force dress and appearance standards policy allows tattoos up to one inch long on the hands and the back of the neck. So nothing like by your throat. This is for what? Air Force. Air Force. Oh, okay. And there's a reason why they're doing this, by the way. What do you think the reason is? Why are they? To try to one-up the Navy. Desperate. They Get need, more yeah, people. They need people. They need people. Yeah, those those hand tattoos, neck tattoos were were previously banned. Uh, tattoos are the third highest disqualifier for service. Physical physical standards that's first, and then uh, citizenship standards that's second. I'm and glad then tattoos were third. That, yeah, kind of means you're a badass to start with. It's a good trait. The service turned away over forty two hundred prospective recruits. Between 2018 and 2022, because of tattoo disqualifications. Okay? About 32% of them would have qualified under these new rules. Wow. And the Air Force said, hey, we're losing high quality airmen to a policy that has, that has not kept yeah. up with the times. All those guys had to go start a biker gang. <laughs> so the new rules allow only one neck tattoo to be placed behind an imagined vertical line. Extending from the ear opening down. What? So, so like, basically, so where are your ear openings here? Yeah. Down. So then, only the back. Okay, I see what you're saying. Oh, so, okay. no, so no throat tattoos. Oh, okay. Well, that does change a lot. Uh, one single band ring tattoo on one hand had been allowed since 2017. Uh, in addition to that, the service will now allow one single tattoo in each hand, each no longer than one inch. That's what the regulation states. Tattoos in the face, tongue, lips, eyes, and scalp are still off limits. Oh. Tattoos deemed obscene, discriminatory, extremist, or affiliated with a gang uh, and supremacist organization, not permitted. Man. Artwork that shocks the moral sense because of its vulgar, filthy, or disgusting nature or its tendency to incite lustful thought. Prohibited. Oh, no. I can't do that. <laughs> and no beards. No beards. No beards. No beards. Oh, man. So many I, rules. I have a nipple tattoo. <laughs> so they wouldn't let rules. me in. You said the tongue tattoo. Like, what What if What if this was just like your dream and you're like, oh, no. And you just go on and you 
Hello, I'm here to... They're going to find out eventually. Talk through your teeth. And they just loosened up their mustache regulations. <laughs> Visitors? Yeah. Fantastic. So you're allowed to have a mustache, and at, at, at one point, they had, I mean, really strict rules as to how big your mustache could go. Uh, now it's a little wider. <laughs> Gonna start seeing some old 1920s baseball players. Yeah, there you go, fingers. Wade Boggs is now on his way. <laughs> and uh, finally, here's some uh, news to make you feel old. Uh, two new American Girl dolls just came out. Oh, thank God. Tight. And they're part of the brand's historical characters line. And they're supposed to show what life was like way back when, in 1999. <laughs> Their names are Isabel and Nikki. Uh, they're supposed to be twins, and they're decked out in 90s gear as part of their Ooh. historical characters line. Isabel wears a cable knit sweater with a collared shirt underneath, plus knee-high socks and platform heels. She looks like the character from uh, uh, Clueless. Okay. Like, remember Cher from Clueless? Oh, yeah. Nikki is more grunge, and her bio says she's a skater. Yeah. She comes in a flannel shirt tied around her waist, and her hair's got blonde highlights in front. Uh, they've also got accessories that are sold separately, a clear pink backpack, a beret with pins on it, a backwards hat for Nikki, a necklace with a yin-yang, one of those plastic inflatable chairs that were big for a minute, a personal pan pizza from Pizza Hut that comes with a bucket pin. Uh, there's also a desktop computer package that comes with a computer, a desk, a cordless phone, and other stuff. This is historic. As always, <laughs> none of it's cheap. 115 bucks for one of those dolls. Oof. Dang. Man. Yep. Thank God my daughter was not into American Girl dolls. <sighs> yeah, briefly. There was a brief there was a brief moment. Brief moment. I think my oh, daughter Oh, you had a brief moment. Brief. Oh yeah, we we, very we, brief. we did too. It was a brush with death. <laughs> we did wind up getting one. Uh, cuz she wanted one yeah, yeah. and uh I guess all our little friends had, you know, American Girl dolls and cousins. And mm -hmm. uh, we went to the American Girl doll store mm -hmm. in Chesterfield. Mm -hmm. You ever been to that place? Oh, no, I remember seeing it, but I've never been in. What a racket! <laughs> Man, you should see what the one, a friggin' racket that thing was. You should see the one at Mall of America. Boy, oh boy. You and, just and, go in there and there's all the different dolls. Oh, oh dude, man, it's, it's built like a dollhouse. It doll was house. more than that. There was a place where you and your doll could get their hair cut. <laughs> it was a cafe where you could have lunch with your doll. The one in Ball, in Mall of America was uh, it's it's a huge like two story thing that looks like a dollhouse, and it is just anything and everything and max price. Holy smokes! Yeah, I and all we, the accessories. Yeah, are super expensive. We ended up owning two. I th have since traded them for a car. <laughs> <laughs> Not joking. That's wild. Yeah, I don't know anything about these American dolls. Yeah, once that place closed, I was like, Shh, I'm going to go back there again. Oh, it I think closed. I may have gone like once or twice. It did close here? Yeah, it did close. Oh, interesting. It did uh, close. Grace on, uh, on Twitter, going back to the bear thing, said that the phrase that she was taught about bears is, oh, good. if it's brown, lay down. If it's black, fight back. If it's white, say good night. <laughs> oh, wow. There already is a limerick. That's fantastic. <laughs> mm -hmm. I didn't brown know that. Polar bears would leave if you said goodnight to them. Uh, Jack says, no, brown leave. bear, get small. <laughs> black bear, get big. Polar bear, say goodbye. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's pretty much it. I mean, dude, think about it. You've been to the zoo recently, right? You've seen the, this, you've seen the polar bear there? What's his name? Um, Kai? Ron. Yes, Ron. Ron the polar bear. Ron is huge. <laughs> huge. Well, I don't know how many people like... 
if the bear is white, good night. Yeah. So really, those polar bears, huh? Polar bears, you don't screw with polar yeah, bears. Yeah, they seem to be hungry a lot. I don't think I will ever find myself in a position where I'll be surrounded by polar bears. Yeah. Shooting a Coke commercial or something. Famous last <laughs> words there, Riz. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. All right, that's your news. Oh, apparently uh, uh, Target has some good knockoff American Girl dolls. Well. Oh, that's good. Too late for me. The Rizzuto Show. Traffic and weather. All right. Uh, let's take a break. We'll do, uh, we'll do some giveaways after the break. And we're going to play fake news or fun. So, Mike, here's what you're going to do. You're going to read. You're going to read a headline. All right. And you guys on the phone will have to tell us if it's a fake, like fake story, something we made up, or if this is something that really happened in Florida. Could go either way. Huh? Could go either way. Two out of three right. You guys win your choice of prizes. Fake news or Florida is next. Hey, this is Tim Meadows, and you're listening. Ah, nice weather yesterday, spending time out on the deck. My deck courtesy of Chesterfield Fence and Deck. When we bought our house back in 2018, yeah, I think 2018, the, the, the deck was in, in disrepair. And we're trying to put Band-Aids on it. Like, the railings were loose. We have to tell people, please, for your, for your health and safety, don't lean against the rail because... You could plummet to your death. Uh, so we, we eventually had to do it. We had to, we had to bite the bullet. We had to call on Chesterfield Vets deck, and they did a teardown of the old deck and put up a gorgeous new deck. They used their own crews. They used their own tools. Um, we did the underdecking. We did the, uh, the concrete patio. They did it all. Everything was in-house over there, and we couldn't be happier. Chesterfield Vets deck. In business for 56 years. Fences, decks, sunrooms, screen rooms, patios, retaining walls, windows. They're a company you could trust with your biggest investment in your home. Locally owned and operated. All the products are guaranteed by a five-year labor warranty. When you mention the Riz Show, you'll get 20% off your next outdoor project. It's Chesterfield Fence and Deck. They're online at ChesterfieldFence.com. Chesterfield Fence and Deck, after all, who doesn't want a bigger deck? Woods Basement Systems, the all-things basement tea experts. Right now, you can get a free estimate at moonloveswoods.com because spring is here, and that means rain and wet-soaked ground all around your house. If your basement has musty smells, damp walls, signs of mold or mildew, maybe even standing water in your basement after a rainstorm, you gotta call Woods today. Wet and leaky basements do not get better with time. They get better with Woods. Remember, I had that incredibly difficult front porch situation that looked bad and was a total safety hazard and Woods Basement Systems helped me fix that for good. Not only did they level the entire slab of concrete, but they installed piers to make sure that the job was done right for the long term. They can fix your settling driveways and so much more. The basement waterproofing, the foundation repair, egress windows. Go to moonloveswoods.com for a free estimate today. Don't wait any longer. Prevent further damage. Remember, the problems won't get better with time. They'll get better with Woods because the problem will be fixed forever. It's the all things basement tea experts at Woods Basement Systems. Get that free estimate at moonloveswoods.com. Listening to the Rizzuto Show. Happy birthday, Riz. It's the Riz Show presented by the Fast Lane. Friday Fail Stories coming up. Comedian Chris Porter is going to be here. Kansas City Zone. I'll be here at 9 o'clock. Uh, he's at William Comedy Club. A couple shows tonight, a couple shows tomorrow. The Rizzuto Show. Here, have some free sh- And we are playing Fake News or Florida. So Mike is going to read you a headline, and you have to tell us if the story is 
fake news or something that really happened in the state of Florida. Two out of three right, you win your choice of prizes while supplies last. 314-624-3833 or 618-398-3833. And today's game is sponsored by... T.R. Hughes, half-acre new home sites in Wentzville and five-acre new home sites in St. Charles. Visit trhughes.com. Uh, let's go to Nick in Bonterre. Good morning, Nick. Hey, morning. All right, Nick. Fake news or Florida? Good, Mike. All right. A holiday man had his monkey taken away after the two of them were busted for driving a stolen car. That's Florida, baby. That's Florida, baby. <laughs> Next. Tallahassee police say a house cat started a fire by spilling a glass of whiskey onto a gas stove. That's Florida, baby. Ooh, oh. That is fake news. It's probably future Florida. Yeah, that yeah. <laughs> That's not out of the realm of possibility. Yeah. None of these are. All right, one final one, Nick. A hospital security guard was fired for uploading his farts to Instagram. Gotta be Florida. That's Florida. Yeah, baby. baby. Made right. <laughs> hey, that look Hang easy. Hang on, Nick. <laughs> Boy, that's uh against the rules. Where was that in the contract? <laughs> I can't do that. What do you mean I can't do that? If he was doing it while he was supposed to be secure, while he the was hospital. on the clock, yeah. yeah, that's probably it. What you do in your free time is <laughs> is your own business. I'm bringing smiles to people everywhere. Uh, Stephen, good morning. Hey, happy birthday, Mike. Oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Stephen. Fake news of Florida. All right, an Orlando weatherman was fired for telling viewers that the temperature would, quote, dip below 50 degrees for the third effing day in a row. Uh, let's go Florida. Oh, Ooh, see, I would have gone Florida, news. too. Pretty believable. Fake news. Next. Police in Niceville say a naked man started a house fire while drunkenly baking cookies on his George Foreman grill. Do we still have him? Steve. Oh, Steven's gone. He bailed after that him. first one, so That huh? connection sure we sounded lost pretty him. perfect. We lost him. I thought he was thinking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've never seen, I've never heard anyone think so think silently. George Foreman Grew. Uh, Patrick, good morning. <laughs> morning. All right, Patrick. Uh, same, same one? one. Yeah, same right, one. Police, news of Florida. Police in Niceville say a naked man started a house fire while drunkenly baking cookies on his George Foreman grill. That's got to be Florida. That's Florida. Yes, yeah. sir. Wow, oh, really? I thought that was too absurd. That's Florida. I think we had that story. Baking cookies on the foreman. Well, I Don't mean, judge the guy. <laughs> I mean, it's hot. Cookies need heat to bake. It lets the juice flow out of it sense. to make them low-fat yeah. cookies. Yeah, Next. you're right. A Tarpon Springs man was arrested after he drunkenly dialed 911 and claimed his wife was a Black Widow spider. That's fake news. Ooh, that is Florida. Definitely. <laughs> this is such a hard game. Such a hard yeah, game. Yeah, because everything is within the realm of possibilities. <laughs> one final one, Patrick. A Cape Canaveral woman told police she couldn't be arrested for indecent, indecent exposure because the president said it's okay. I'm going to go fake news again. We got a winner. Atta boy! We got a winner. Really? Hang 
on Patrick. I would have said Florida. Me too. I've lost every one of these. I feel stupid. All right. Herculaneum Kyle, good morning. Hey, happy birthday, Mike. Thank you. <laughs> Here we go. Fake news of Florida. A Pascal County man was arrested for auto theft after he broke into an unmarked police car with two deputies inside of it. Show me Florida. That's Florida, baby. Atta boy. <laughs> That's how you do that. Florida. I got one. I'm on the board. Yeah, I would have got Finally one. Finally on the board. Next. A West, <clears throat> a West Palm Beach man was arrested for reckless endangerment after he had his 10-year-old daughter drive him home from a bar. Show me Florida. Ooh, fake news. Highly believable, but that's a fakey. Fake <laughs> and finally, Kyle. A Cape Coral man did a cartwheel during a DUI stop and begged the cops not to take him to jail. No, to take him oh, to jail. Oh, begged, I'm sorry, begged the cops to take him to jail. Let's go Florida again. That's Florida. Got it. Hang on, Kyle. Winner. All right, Brian in Collinsville. Good morning, Brian. Good morning. Happy birthday, Riz. Thank you, buddy. Fake news or Florida? Here you go, your first one. A Tampa man filed a false tax report and was busted after the IRS sent him a $980,000 refund. Florida. Florida, indeed. Yes. I think I remember that one. Good job. <laughs> you don't think that's going to be a red flag? <laughs> All right, here we go. An adult actor was arrested for impersonating a police officer after he drove home from the set in a police outfit. Fake news. Fake news. Ooh, winner. That's sharp. Okay, let's go to Michael in Collinsville. Good morning, Michael. Good morning. Happy birthday, Mike. Oh, thank you, Michael. <laughs> All right, here we go. <laughs> a skateboard, uh, skateboard riding man hitched a ride on the back of a police car and held on for five miles before they noticed him. I'm going to go fake news. Fake news. There you go, buddy. Let's keep it going. A man stripped naked in a shopping mall and made whooping sounds at nearby police. That's Florida. That's Florida. <laughs> you know those whooping Winner. sounds. All right, a couple more. Uh, Richard and Fenton. Good morning, Richard. What's up? Stop. Here we go. All right. A man hitched a ride on the back of a bus and hung on for 10 miles before fleeing. That's fake. That's Florida. That's a real deal. That's Florida. Whoa. That's brave. <laughs> Whoa. A, all right. Here you go. A parish man was arrested for assaulting his wife with a Taco Bell burrito. That's fake. Oh, oh I remember that Florida. one too. I remember this that. Game one. is slippery. That's Florida. <laughs> uh, a Sarasota jail. Oh, yeah, right. He's oh. done. Oh, is that two for? He lost it too. Okay, that's yeah, him. sorry about that's that. Done. Okay. Right, one more. Let's go to uh, Ryan in Belleville. Good morning, Ryan. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Here we go. Good morning. morning. All right. A Sarasota janitor was fired from a daycare after mixing vodka in the Kool Aid container. Florida. Fake oh. news. I got Fake that wrong. News. Got that wrong. Come on, Ryan. An Orlando dog walker was arrested after abandoning nine dogs while he smoked methamphetamines in a friend's house. Go Florida again. Oh, oh. fake news. Yeah. All right, we got we got to try to get a winner here. It's a tough right. game. It's a tough game. Tough game. All right, Brittany, you are the absolute final contestant. Oh, 
Oh, gosh, this is my first time. Happy oh, birthday, Oh, we Ray. got ourselves a first-timer. Buckle we up. We got ourselves a first-timer. Welcome. Welcome. Don't blow it. Okay, here we go. Break. Oh, yeah. Fake <laughs> news of Florida. All right. A man was arrested for driving recklessly on a beach after streaming it on Facebook Live. I think that's Florida. That's Florida. Yeah. All right. Brittany. Here we go. One more right, you win. A Tampa Bay contractor faked his own death to avoid paying his customers back for renovations he never performed. I could also see that being Florida. That's Florida. Yeah. <laughs> right, Brittany. Hang on one second. Oh, I'm so happy. It was exciting because that was the first uh, the first time I got two in a row. All uh, right, right good well. for Moon, too. <laughs> Yay. The Show. We'll take a break. We'll come back. Moon has your crop on celebrities. Buenos días, yo soy Polo Asensio y usted escucha el Risuto Show. Feliz cumpleaños, compadre Riz. Did Apollo hit you back about the guacamole recipe? No, not yet. <laughs> I asked if I could share it on air because <clears throat> when I showed you what the secret ingredient is, which by the way, I don't think he even thinks that's a secret ingredient, but for you, for us, we never would have guessed that was in it. Uh, you, no. I mean... It's Polo's simple. famous guacamole. It's I'm simple. wondering what that ingredient <laughs> oh, is. Oh, man. We know it's not lime, not lemon. No citrus. No cilantro. No citrus, is it no like lime. a splash of Tecate? No. no, no I no. would have guessed that. No Riz here for Dobbs Tire and Auto Center. St. Louis's first choice for quality tires and expert auto service. You may not know this, but Dobbs is a local company in business since 1976. And the team includes not only the Dobbs family, but also more than 600 plus expert tire and automotive service techs who work at Dobbs' 43 convenient store locations. Check out Dobbs' early Memorial Day deals at GoToDobbs.com. You'll find deals you could use, money saver coupons to help you save while getting your family vehicle ready for hot weather driving, including the long road trips many of us will be taking, starting with the Memorial Day holiday weekend and throughout the long, hot summer. Choose Dobbs to keep your family's vehicles in top-running condition. And remember, at Dobbs, with 43 store locations, convenience is the name of the game. You'll be in, up, fixed, and out same day. Click on GoToDobbs.com and save with Dobbs May Deals today. Dobbs, the real deal for real deals since 1976. No, but it's not. It's mm. not. Um, it's a red show presented by the Fast Lane. I have a uh, trivia night uh, tomorrow. Oh, yeah. That I'm, I will be attending. It's 80s themed. All right. So last Sunday I went to the, you know, the Blues Casino night. It was uh, country western themed. I had to borrow boots and a hat from, <laughs> from Moon. Which it, it all worked out. It all worked out very, very good. You looked real cool. Thanks. Yeah. I, I really did enjoy wearing the boots. So I, I of course, uh, defer to my costume designer, Moon. That's right. I am the costume shop. <laughs> so I was going to go with Marty McFly. Yeah. So I needed a red vest, but none of you, none of you fellas had a red vest. No, no. no, my life vest. You didn't want that one. No, I didn't want that. So Moon goes, "Hey, man, I got a jean jacket. I got a jean jacket that's like Van Halen themed." Yeah. <clears throat> It's pretty sick, dude. Look at this thing. Here, I'm going to hand it over. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, Look at this, man. Oh, right. nice. It's got stage. the Eddie Van Halen stripe uh, have, motif. That's the Greek yep. fire. One, I right? have worn that on stage. Just custom made. Oh, custom that's an authentic Levi Strauss. Yeah. Whoa. Custom painted. Actually, Whoa. by Gene Bullets of Bullets and Octane. He's from St. Louis, but they, oh, they live in L.A. Are they still wow. around, that band? Bullets and Octane is, is back. They're they're doing more stuff, yeah. I remember they, they, made, they did some stuff with the point back in the day. Yeah. The crazy thing is Gene is like... 
the you know front man of all front men. He's, His name is Gene, and he designed your jean jacket. Yeah, I never Gene, even put that Gene's together. Jacket. But Gene, uh, Gene has so many clothes, like custom clothes and all this kind of stuff for his stage. He's got he's he's kind of rocking rocking like the Mike look. He's a cool looking guy. He's a cool yeah, he's looking dude. Been a cool looking guy. And uh, he had the, some of these things for sale, and I saw this one, and I was like, Yo, we're we're darn near the same size. He's a little bit taller. By the way, he's one of the best drummers you will ever meet in your whole life. He is a phenomenal musician. Son of a uh, very famous drummer. Oh, yeah. Look at that. You became so much cooler. I think what you need to do is you need to uh, flip up those sleeves 80s style. There you go. All right, now I'll be your friend. This is cool. It's a little tight, a little young. Yeah, but you do look really good. I mean, I look cool. I really look cool. Yeah. Yo. Dang. There you go. Do I look that cool in that thing? I don't know. I doubt it. I was going to say, I'm going to have to wear that more, man. No. How's that? It, really, it takes 10 years off you. You look like a, a, a kid ready to go to a show. Yep. Yeah. Am I ready to do some trivia? No offense, yeah. but you are way cooler now. Whoa, all right. Appro- approved? <laughs> oh, very much <laughs> approved. approved. Two thumbs. Approved. <laughs> yeah. All right, thank you, Minners. Uh, yeah, you're welcome, man. I'm so happy that worked out. That looks dope. What a cool-looking jacket. Nice. Hey, I also got you a shirt, a pink uh, MTV shirt. It's very 80s. It doesn't really actually kind of yeah, go with that, but 80s didn't go with nothing. Right? Yeah, you got to have sweatpants. I do have like a Pink Floyd shirt. Well, that's more 70s. 70s, I know, that's more 70s. Pink Floyd put out stuff in the 80s, too. Yeah, but it's more, weren't they? Is that their 80s era (laughs) t shirt? (laughs) (laughs) But they had the resurgence in the 90s, right? I'd go with the MTV shirt, man. I think a different hat would bring it together, though. You know, a fun hat. Yeah, yeah. Do a fun hat. Then you could wear whatever T-shirt. Oh, like, like a biker hat with a with a little like, flip top. The, yeah, yeah. The flip top says rad. Little on Fresh it. Prince yeah. hat. Yeah. You need to borrow UPS John's hats. He's got like a bazillion cool. I do have a Fresh Prince uh, shirt. I think I should have brought you that. I should have brought you that. That's cool. It's cool. I'll figure it out. I apologize. <laughs> figure it out. Listen, hey. Look how cool he is now with the jacket. He's I like know, the fonz all of a sudden. Everything's rolling <laughs> off his feel back. great. No worries, okay, pal. Okay, good. You look great. Yeah. You now it looks chewing he's, gum he's standing. That I feel like I should like hit like a jukebox. Like, start, <laughs> <laughs> you, you, starts I, playing, uh, you know, uh, Cindy Lauper. You and I together, because I wore a jean jacket just to make you feel comfortable in case you weren't comfortable with it right away, which clearly isn't the case. But I wore one just in case. And together... If we, you know, pull our hats down, we look like the bad guys in a high school movie in the 80s. Oh, like, yeah, we're, the bullies. We're, we're the bullies. Yeah. A couple bullies right here, man. Yeah, give you. me your lunch money. <laughs> I will say that that definitely makes your roller skates not look silly anymore. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I guess you got to... Ro- ro- He's gotta, got them on right now. You got to have yeah. roller blades on at the trivia night. Roller blades, it's, that's 90s. Yeah, oh, we're it? talking skates. Oh, I thought man. they came out skates. earlier. Skates. Skates oh, in the 80s. Yeah. All right. All right, well, thank you, man. Get you a Bones Brigade uh, deck. Good. I gotta Stated say, this this dressing up Riz once a week is really yeah, a good nice, gimmick. Huh? That's, yeah. People are. Uh, I've been I mean, going to a lot of. Uh, everybody's excited. Themed, uh, themed events. I can't <laughs> wait to see what you're going to be next week, man. It's a lot of work Get for you me. In a I bear s- suit or something. I stress out about. And, and I don't I, listen. I don't mind going to these events either. I I enjoy doing the. I think that the theme events. when a theme event, uh, it almost takes the pressure off having to wear your regular cool guy clothes. Yeah. You know, you get to, you get a pass. You know, you're going to look kind of goofy, and but you're not going to be judged because you're supposed to be. Everybody else is looking goofy. Yeah, you're supposed to be goofy. So it takes some it of the heat good. off of it. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it takes the heat off of figuring out what to wear. Well, you got to figure out what 80s thing to wear. But uh, yeah, I don't mind it. Thank you, Moon. Yeah, you're welcome, man. All right. You look great. I never owned a jean jacket as a kid. Never really? was my thing. I didn't either. Oh, man. I've Never was my thing. Always had them. 
Always had them. That seems to be a Mike thing, I'm not a wrist thing. Jacket man, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're denim or leather. Denim, leather, yeah. denim, yeah, leather. Yeah, you, you're a leather jacket, jean jacket guy. Yeah. I'm not. Well, but you, feel, you, you pull be. it off. Yeah, you could be. Clearly. You could fool a lot of people. Yeah. Being serious. I know you're looking at us like you're, you're trying to, like, no, kinda, no, no. I'm kind of spy, like, some snark, and there's no snark. Dude, next week it's going to be me in cowboy boots and jean jacket. Hey, hey that, seriously, that, that works for the awesome. 80s, too. Yes. Yep. That does work for the 80s. You punk ass cowboy. Mm hmm. <laughs> uh, today is uh, March the 3rd, back in the day, 160 years ago, 1863, Congress passes the first wartime draft in U.S. history. The Conscription Act during the Civil War was called upon. Uh, called about all men between uh, 20 and 45. You're serving. Uh, 148 years ago, 19, uh, 1875, the first indoor game of ice hockey was played in Montreal, Quebec. It was a casual 9v9 game for members of the ice rink. Wow. 100 years ago in uh, 1923, Time Magazine begins publication. 92 years ago, 1931, the Star Spangled Banner officially becomes the national anthem of the U.S. 51 years ago, 1972, Elton John puts out Rocket Man. And six years ago today, in 2017, the Nintendo Switch was released. That was the hot thing back in 2017. And that's what happened back in the day. The Rizzuto Show. Crap on celebrities. All right, time to find out what's going on in the world of music and entertainment with your crap on celebrities. Your crap is brought to you by Bright House Plumbing. Call the best. Flush the rest. Brighthouseco.com. 636-600-0188. Aaron Carter's mom. This is a sad story. Aaron Carter's mom shared a series of pics of the scene left behind in her late son's bathroom to call more attention to the ongoing investigation. Yeah, I, did you see any of these pictures? No, I don't, I, don't, I don't need to see that. I mean, you don't see a body or anything. It's know, just the scene. Yeah, no. I See, I was really curious about that kind of stuff before, and um, yeah, no. I just, I don't want to see that. Sad. It's sad stuff. It's very sad. Uh, Jane Carter posted the graphic photos of the bathroom, showing what appeared to be feces on the floor and a tub filled with green water. It was noted that the images were not taken by law enforcement. Quote, still trying to get a real investigation for the death of, death of my son, Aaron Carter. She wrote on Facebook... Uh, Wednesday, adding that she believes the coroner wrote off her son's cause of death as an accidental overdose. Quote, as an accidental overdose. Uh, they never investigated it as a possible crime scene because of his addiction past. Quote, end quote. Uh, Jane showed photos of towels laid down on the floor, piles of uh, soiled clothes, and added the images hadn't yeah, been snapped by police. Story. I mean, y'all know what a mother's going through, and she's got questions and... and well, she said, uh, because of my son's mental illness and prescription drug issues, they wanted it to be something easy that they didn't have the time or inclination to address. We want answers. We want justice. There are people who must be held accountable. Jane hopes that legal commentator Nancy Grace agrees to look into the case now that the Murdoch trial is uh, so she So she thinks he was over. murdered? Or... She just wants to She wants to feel like, I guess, I, what the, 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 the tone I'm getting is that she wants like a full investigation just to be sure. Mm. Uh, Aaron Carter was found dead in the bathtub in early November, surrounded by cans of compressed air and prescription pill bottles. He was 34. L.A. County Coroner's Office told Aaron's family his autopsy did not find any water in his lungs, meaning he did not drown and leading investigators to believe he died from an OD. Listen, if something happens to me, I don't care how easy it looks like the, the scene looks or something like that. I want a full investigation. Yeah. You, you, know, what I mean? you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I agree with her in this. And if you feel like the, like they just wrote it off as, a, oh, this is what it looks like, so this is what it is, we're moving on. I don't think that's fair to anybody, to be honest. Yeah. That's very Maybe bad. I've been watching very, The Wire too much. Very sad situation. Too, too much now, but, like, it's just too easy to pull that stuff off, it seems. 
um, if there is something nefarious. Not mm. not that I'm saying I, I'm seeing any clues to that or anything, but heck. Blink-182, bad news. Delayed the start of their reunion tour after drummer Travis Barker re-injured his finger. I think we all saw this coming because he, he showed a picture of it not too long ago. Barker dislocated his finger last month when he smashed it during rehearsals. The band had scrapped all their shows in March, uh, but told fans that they would return to cities like Tijuana. Uh, Blink's Tom DeLonge said this. All right, Tom DeLonge. This is just so sad. Uh, These were the biggest shows we ever played. These are some of the most important places in the world for a for a band, this is like the pinnacle of our career. We plan to come back. We're going to do all that in 2024. We are coming. I I know it seems like you've waited so long, which you have, but we're going to get Travis better, and we're going to come down the three of us together, and we're going to rock. Yeah, you can't have a you can't have a fill-in drummer, no, especially no, when no. doing like a no, everybody's back together tour. Yeah, just shows you how fragile everything is, man. One finger could take down that multi-million yeah. dollar. Did you tour. see the finger? It looks. I didn't see it. No. Well, it looks like somebody put a finger inside his finger. So they've uh, postponed the St. Louis date. Uh, everything in March. Oh, we like have it. no date. So, <laughs> oh, <laughs> yes, no yes, I believe that, that is the correct terminology. Consider it postponed. Quote: Travis needs to go in and have surgery on his finger, and we will have to get that well, and we have to get that strong before we can do anything else. Uh, Chris Rock is finally talking about the slap, the slap heard around the world with his new Netflix special on the way. We briefly talked about this before. Uh, but he has been working on jokes for the set, including addressing for the first time being slapped by Will Smith. Quote, even in animated movies, I'm a zebra, he's a shark. Uh, then he referenced one of Smith's rap songs. I got hit so hard, I heard summertime ringing in my ears. <laughs> summer, summer, summertime. Uh, he stayed mostly silent about the incident. In July, Smith publicly apologized for his actions and said, you know, blah, blah, blah. Uh, this is all my fault, but Chris didn't want to talk to him. He said, Chris, I apologize to you. My behavior was unacceptable, and I'm here whenever you want to read it. you're ready to talk. If I wasn't going to 80s night at the trivia contest I'm going to on uh, on Saturday, I would probably watch the Chris Rock special. Right? It's this Saturday? Uh, yes, I believe so. What's that going to be on? It's going to be on Netflix. 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 Yeah. Live. Oh, it goes live on Netflix. Okay, cool. Netflix special. Cool. Uh, how close was the dude in The Big Lebowski to the real Jeff Bridges? Pretty close, as it turns out. I think that's kind of that yeah. kind of came across in the uh, in the uh, basically the Jeff Bridges that we saw after that movie. You're kind of like, wait a second, is he still playing the dude? I think this might be this guy. He says that when he first read the squ- the script, quote, I thought the Coen brothers must have spied on me when I was in high school. <laughs> but the dude is based on an actual person, I believe. I think that, yeah, that yeah. it, it is loosely based on a real dude. On a real the, guy. The, the Coen brothers were researching yeah. or knew or something like that. But uh, uh, Bridges is saying that it really was like him. And about half of the dude's clothes were from Jeff Bridges' actual wardrobe. I did not know that. Yeah. <laughs> the, the, the sweater... The robe, I think the jellies. Even the rug. No, e- easy roll for him to just walk into. That's awesome. Uh, Jeff says he was surprised when the movie hit theaters and pretty much bombed because he thought it was going to be a hit. Obviously, it has a huge cult following now. Quote, I'm so happy to be in the movie. I pretty much dug it all, man. There's an aspect of the dude I aspired to. He's authentic, isn't he? He's He is who he is, and that's about it. He's a lovely cat. <laughs> I, I love Jeff Bridges, the dude, that that whole feel. I love his whole. So it made, so the weekend it came out, it only made $5.5 million. Oof. Uh, and it's made $500 million on VHS, right? Uh, on DVD. Worldwide gross, $46.7 million. Was the basket box office hit? Uh, man, I'm trying to see what it, what was out that weekend. You know what I started watching, by the way? And I, and I only did it because on the poster, 
on Netflix or whatever streaming was. It was Jeff Bridges. It's called the Rest in Peace Department. Have you seen this? R.I.P.D. Oh, with uh, Brian, or it's Ryan, Ryan Reynolds. Oh, yeah, Ryan Reynolds. It's yeah. like one of Ryan Reynolds' like kind of early action films. Is I it guess? pretty awesome? I listen. They I made fell a asleep. sequel, right? I don't know. I only got ten minutes in. It's almost like Men in Black meets Ghost. Okay. Ooh. So it's like they. So like Ryan Reynolds dies. Spoiler alert. Happen, uh, happens man. in the first sixty seconds. He dies and becomes a ghost. And instead of going to heaven or hell, he had he because of whatever sins he did, he has to become the rest in police department, like a, like a cop in the ghost world to go get ghosts that aren't supposed to be where they're at. Oh, that's Does that fun. make sense? That's in the real, in the yeah, real, I saw hey, that. I saw that movie. And here's some good news: there is a sequel out. And um, so if you really want to see Jeffrey Donovan and Rachel something rather. They're the leads, so well, yeah, to it's, do with it's interesting. Ryan Reynolds and Jeff Bridges as a team—they're like, you know, cop cop duo uh, in a Men in Black. Concept. That sounds pretty cool. I don't know how I missed that. Uh, yeah. I watched ten minutes and fell asleep because I, well, it, I had a melatonin bombed. gummy. Good it was pitch. one of those, it bombed in theaters, but I think it's one of those just kind of fun. If you can just have fun, it's going to be an. Awesome I can do that. Well, we talked about a slap a minute ago, so here's another one. Or at least twenty of them. Not everybody can say they've been slapped twenty times by Emma Stone, but <laughs> Willem Dafoe can. They're starring in an upcoming movie called And. Uh, and there's a scene where Emma's character slaps Willems. The shot did not require Willem to be on set, but he insisted he get slapped so it looks genuine. And in an interview, Emma said, there's this instinct to perform that many actors have, the look-at-me, look-at-me kind of performer. Willem's the opposite of that. Apparently, he was always on set, even when he didn't need to be, and they did this, this shot like 20-something times, so he just kept getting rocked Jeez. by Emma Stone. Uh, this is what you want from your viral marketing. Paramount hired a guy to promote Scream 6 by hanging out around Sonoma Plaza in California dressed as the killer, Ghostface. Well, people who didn't know that he was being paid call 911. And we're talking about a lot of people called 911. And police had to figure out what the heck was going on. <laughs> the studio chose an interesting spot given that the scenes from the original Scream were filmed in the area back in 96. Huh. Scream 6 hits, uh, hits theaters next Friday. So they got exactly what they wanted out of yeah, that. Yeah, that's fun. All right, here's what came out when the Big, the Big Lebowski came out. That opening that weekend was uh, the movie Hush. Okay. Uh, let me see. Who Big it? winner. Won an Oscar. Nobody really on that one. Um, U.S. Marshals. Oh, yeah. Big oh. winner. Won an Oscar. I think that was the one. That was with Tommy Lee Jones. Yeah. Was that Tommy Lee Jones? It was another one, too. There's, there's a, wasn't that a duo? Tommy Lee Jones and somebody else? Yeah, it's a uh, what's-her-face. Um, yeah, okay. And the next weekend was Man in Iron Mask, which was with uh, Leonardo DiCaprio. DiCaprio. Yeah. And then Wild Things came out two weeks later. What's that? Oh, that was with uh, Nev Campbell and Denise Richards. Yeah. Is that the pool scene that everybody... Yeah. That's the one with Kevin Bacon Clips. shows his schlong. What? Pardon? Really? Kevin Dillon. You don't remember that movie, Mike? I remember it where the, I just remember the uh, cover where she's coming out of the water, and um, I think the two gals yeah. went at it with each other. It's like right in her eyes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like maybe there was a music video for it. I mean, maybe there was like a soundtrack video. I remember clips from it more from yeah, a music Yeah, I feel video. like I've seen that photo. I don't what know What was why. the song that went with that? There's, and there's Bacon Dong? Oh, yeah. Bacon is Dong. Real oh, yeah. Bacon Dong, or is this a stunt dong? No, it's it's really his dong. Okay, no so way. the week before... Uh, the week before Kippendorf's Tribe came out, that was with uh, uh, Richard Dreyfuss. Uh, two weeks before that, The Wedding Singer came out. Uh, Blues Brothers 2000 uh, came out wah. the month before. Skip it. <laughs> 1998. 
Um, let's see. Up until now, the only way to see ABBA Voyage Hologram Concert was to travel to London, where they built a special 3,000-seat oh, venue for Tell me show. it's going on tour. Well, you can see it. It's still playing in London through the end of the year, but that's about so to change. Hologram ABBA? Hologram ABBA. Universal Music Group says it's making plans to take the show around the world. Yeah, baby. Sadly, Did you go see that? In a heartbeat. Seriously, you're a big ABBA fan? I'm a huge ABBA fan, and I really want to see a hologram show in general, and I haven't. How? Um, but, I've, yeah, since since Voyage, the start, they started doing that, they built a whole giant dome over in yeah, England. Yeah, 3,000-seater. Yeah, for, just for this show. And um, and the actual four people from ABBA, they got together, and this is what doesn't really make sense, but they put them in those little dots, you know, so they yep, like, get yep, their body yep. movements. So supposedly these avatars are doing um, real... Move. 75-year-old ABBA movements, but they're the young-looking avatar. So I don't quite know the gimmick, ah. but it's... And then it's pre-recorded, I guess, maybe um, concert music. But. So they so they won't tour. Dude, Mike knows right. a lot about this. Like, so so the band won't tour? No. Yeah, so this Have is, they made any money, though? Can they support themselves? I think Dude, ABBA's this, doing This is okay. a 90-minute show that encompasses the band's entire career right up to the 2021 album Voyage. George Lucas, you're talking about the, the, the dots thing? Yeah. ILM, Industrial Light and Magic, used motion capture technology to create the avatars. They call them oh. avatars. Ah, that's way too cool. Uh, and the avatar is, like you said, they use the capture of the band, but the avatars look like they did in 1979. Ah. My daughter, my daughter would love this. Yeah, it's it's really neat, and I've seen the you know the videos. It seems like the crowd response is good because I, I would wonder seeing a hologram if it would if if it would take you out of it or if you could get into the moment of seeing a live thing and, and fool yourself a bit. And it seems like I mean these ABBA songs you can't lose. This, is, this. this sounds like something perfect for uh, Yakov. Oh, no, I was gonna say Yakov. For Yakov Theater. Give me a hologram Yakov and you can take <laughs> yes, my money. This is a, a Stiefel Theater <laughs> situation. <laughs> yeah, right, but I'm, I'm talking about like a residency. Put that in Branson. Yeah, no. yeah, that would crush. What do you mean? No, it's exactly that where it goes. Such big appeal. Well, they could do that in Branson, Vegas, London, New York, everything all yeah. at the same time. I can't like believe they're night. not hologramming everybody by now. How long ago was the Tupac hologram? That was years, years ago. ago. Uh, no, Branson is stuff for old people. What? Well, We're talking young, about ABBA. Hip crowd, man. With the success of that the, that Mamma Mia movie, yeah, yeah, and, yeah, and yeah. yeah there's genera- new generations yeah, of ABBA fans. Sure, so uh, yeah, so, so like me taking my daughter or my my mother you taking want to my take daughter. Her to Branson for that. Well, we're gonna be in Branson anyway. Is what yeah. I'm saying. I want to see remember. the ball knobbers hologrammed. Yeah, <laughs> but I did that interview with Mickey Gilly, and all the young kids went out to see him after that. Yeah. Okay. No. Larsa Pippen. You guys know who that is. Uh, yeah, Scotty Scotty's Pippen's That's ex-wife. the ex-wife. Uh, the ex-wife of former Chicago Bulls star Scotty Pippen. You guys, hold on to your seats for this story. Okay, I'm holding. At the moment, she's dating Marcus Jordan. Do you know who Marcus Jordan is? Michael's son. That is Michael Jordan's <gasps> They've been together son. for a while, Ooh. I thought. Larsa, 48. Marcus is 32. How is Michael handling this? Apparently. Laughing. Pretty well. Michael's probably laughing. Now, Larsa said that Michael and his wife have given the couple their blessing. Quote, they're all happy. Our whole family's fine. I feel like it's more about where I am and where he is. I feel like we're great. We spend holidays together, and it's good. We're in a great place. I'm sure Scotty is not cool. It sounds like Scotty is not taking this very well. Larsa said, now remember, this is Larsa saying, quote, he has a right to feel the way he feels. I personally don't care about what other people think. I feel like I live my truth, and I'm happy. Mm Mm-hmm. 
but isn't that a wild story? Yeah. Probably so tired. So Scotty Pippen's ex-wife is dating Michael Jordan's son. And if you watch that, that ain't a slap in the if face. If you watch that documentary, Scotty Last is not dance. the yeah not the happiest feller no. about how everything went down back yeah. in the nineties. No, I don't think he. Basically living in the shadows of Michael. I don't think he appreciated the credit he does not get. Yeah, now his ex-wife is in the family. Whoa. Uh, Angela Bassett, real quick, things for the for the blog. Angela Bassett, Kate Blanchett, Quinta Brunson, Megan Rapinoe, and Phoebe Bridgers are among Time Magazine's Women of the Year. Did somebody poison Heidi Klum's dog? The full story on the, uh, on the blog. Bruce Willis was spotted for the first time since his dementia diagnosis. And check out the trailer for the final season of Succession. It's all on the blog. Everybody has their favorite war movie. What is yours? A website put together its list of the best war movies of all time. I have the top ten. Start naming them. Uh, number one is Full Metal Jacket. That is number Two, 1987. Oh. Hot shots. Yeah. <clears throat> Hot shots. I'm sorry, did not make the list. They're gonna say Saving Private Ryan. Yeah, Saving, Saving Private, Private Ryan. 1998. Ryan. No, Saving Private Ryan. Sorry, uh, I pulled Jeff there for a uh, Platoon. Platoon number three, 1986. 1917. Tropic Thunder. 1917 comes in at number ten. That's 2019, okay. and I thought that was really cool, but does not belong on this list. I think it does. No way. Watch it again. Tell me what happens. He it's runs an incre- a lot. It's yeah. It's incredible filming. It's an incredible feat of filmmaking. Yeah. But it's not a. That's great, the one continuous shot. It's right? not the greatest movie. Oh, uh, uh, okay. It's not the greatest movie. Uh, what a few, good, few good men. Did you say that? Oh, a few good men. A few good men. Not on the list. Which war movie though? This is Schindler's List? Oh, Black Hawk Down. Black Hawk oh, Down. Black Hawk Down. Number film. seven, two thousand one. That film is awesome. The one where uh, Christian Bale. Gets imprisoned and he has to escape that prison. Um, Major pain. <laughs> uh, the Hurt Locker. Uh, Hurt Locker, not on there. Major pain, probably in the top 20, but not in the top 10. Uh, uh, there's one from 1957. You might not get my father's if you been her. Bridge over the River Kwai. Yes. Oh, well nice. done. With he would have nailed that. Who's in that? That is Obi Wan Kenobi. Is that right? Yeah. I only know it from We Didn't Start the Fire. Bridge over River Kwai. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, that is name check. You guys are missing an obvious one. Number four, number four is an obvious one. What year? 1979 was the original, but then there is a... MASH? Red, a, um, Hunt for Red October. Uh, oh, that's a good one. That's no. a great one. No. You guys are missing the most obvious one. It's one I mean, of I thought Saving one, Private Ryan was one, pretty... Yes, of course, but it's one of the most quotable ones. Uh, I thought we... Very famous... I love the smell of napalm in the morning. Yes. Oh, God. What's the name of that movie? Oh, Starts good morning, name. Vietnam. 1979. No. Oh, Apocalypse Now. Thank you. You're driving me crazy. You're right. Number, uh, not, I had the A down. That's about Number six is from 1981. It is a German reference. Anybody? A uh, German reference. You're not going to get it. Das Boot. Das, das Boot. Das Boot. Number eight, 1963. Um, is it the great? Ex- no. Yes. Oh, great escape. The great escape. All right. Wow. And number nine. I don't know what this is. 1968. Uh, I've actually. I don't think I've ever heard of this. God. Dust socks. Where eagles dare. Mm, I don't know that one. I don't know. Check All out right. the rest of the list on the blog. Celebrity celebrating a birthday today. Boston Celtics forward and St. Louis's own Jason Tatum is 25. Jessica Biel, who is Mrs. Uh, Justin Timberlake. She now stars on that FaceTime show, Limetown, is uh, 41. The Cake Boss, Buddy Velastro, is 46. Julie Bowen, who is Claire on Modern Family, is 53. Tone Loke. Yeah, Wild, wild thing. thing. Funky Cold Medina is 57. And uh, absolute star of Ace Ventura. 
That's right. <laughs> May I ask you a question? Uh, East St. Louis's own Jackie Joyner Kersey is 61. Herschel Walker is 61. Tomorrow, Evan Dando from the Lemonheads is uh, 56. Jason Newstead, ex bassist of Metallica, turns 60. Ray's wife, Deborah, on Everybody Loves Raymond. Patricia Heaton is 65. The legend, Catherine O'Hara. Yeah. She was the mom in Beetlejuice and on Home Alone. Uh, she is uh, 69. And on Sunday, he played Anakin Skywalker. And Star Wars Phantom Menace. Jake Lloyd is 34. Uh, Kevin Connolly, E from Entourage, is 49. John Frusciante, guitarist for the Chili Peppers, is 53. Michael Irvin, 57. Penn Gillette is 68. And the guy who sang Electric Avenue. We gonna walk. Eddie Grant. To Electric Avenue is 75. Yeah. Well done. Today's porno birthday, which is being brought to you by Patricia's, where fun and fantasy meet, is Samantha Ryan. And today's birthday girl has been in 735 fine films, including All Alone 2, Amorous Sexcapades, Bare-Skinned, Bound and Beautiful, Battle of the Hogtied Maids, <laughs> Billiard Boobies, Don't Tell Daddy 3, Don't Tell My Husband 2, Hit It and Quit It. She was in Kiss Me Stupid, Masks and Capes, Ropes and Gags. Kiss Me Stupid or Kiss Me <laughs> Stupid? It's Kiss Me Stupid, <laughs> not Kiss Me, comma Stupid. She was in Missionary Impossible in a movie called Today's Your Day to be Bound and Gagged. And who could forget a role in 2005's Butt Pirates of the Caribbean? <laughs> uh, Samantha Ryan is 45 years old. It's your porno birthday. Those are your crappy birthdays. And that was your crap on celebrities. Pseudo Show, Traffic and Weather. All right, we will take a quick break. We'll come back and we have your Friday Fail Story. Hey, do you not like your job? Will you be doing the same thing, making the same amount of money in five years? You know you could change your life with a career in tech and have unlimited growth opportunities. Now, you've heard about Centric for a long time, but why haven't you done anything yet? Graduates are always saying, man, I wish I would have done it sooner. Now, don't wait for something bad to happen or let something else make the decision for you. Make the decision to change careers your decision. Did you try college and maybe it didn't work out? Now you're stuck with a job you don't like, with nowhere to go, you don't like who you're working for or with? Look into Centric and a career in tech. They could change your life in four months. Not four years, just four months. Your new life starts at Centric.com slash Riz, C-E-N-T-R-I-Q.com slash Riz. They train people from all backgrounds with little to no IT experience. Programs are starting all the time. Centric.com slash Riz. Perfect plan. Yeah. Somewhere along the line, that perfect plan went sideways. Yeah. And it became an Uber. An ultra. Oh, what? No. Dare I say it? Don't you say it. Don't. Mega. Here we go. Wow. What a showing. Did you, you sound Did you hear boss. my vocal gymnastics there? Right yeah. Oh, man. I thought the Backstreet Boys came in here You're for a minute. You're welcome, St. Louis. You've really been fancy. working on pitch. Tell you what. Uh, Friday Fail Stories, <laughs> sponsored by... Moritz Royce Jewelry, the official jeweler of the Rizzuto Show. So in a harebrained scheme destined to fail, a Florida woman thought she could game a court-ordered 
urinalysis tests with a pill container filled with soda and tap water. Urinalysis. Here's the story. As a result of a guilty plea last month to a pair of felony charges, this woman, a 44-year-old Samantha Hunter, uh, was required to provide uh, probation officials in Clearwater with a urine sample. So, um, she attempted to use a prescription pill container full of an unknown liquid to pass her urinalysis. The scheme, which involved this woman hiding the pill container inside herself, was detected by a probation officer familiar with the popular container in the hoo-ha gambit. (laughs) (laughs) Usually, such a container will hold synthetic urine sourced online or pee provided to the probationer by an acquaintance. After being read or rights, she admitted that the liquid in a plastic container was just soda and tap water, a concoction that would have surely <laughs> resulted in a failed test anyway. Oh, yeah, because they're testing for soda. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Ma'am, your blood is pure Coca-Cola. <laughs> well, well, court records do not identify the soda involved. I, I'm thinking either Sprite or Mountain Dew. That's Yeah, probably going to be a Mountain Dew with the coloration. There. Yeah, yeah. So. Oh, oh yeah, you're right. Yeah. That's so silly to think about. Uh, oh, so man. she's doing uh, she's doing an extra twenty days in the county jail and has to pay a five hundred dollar fine. <laughs> Fail doing the do doing the do. Maybe maybe she just thought that that's how they test it. They hold it up to the light and go, yeah, that's uh, that's marijuana that's color. No, that's, mm-hmm. that's that looks Dew. like pee. <laughs> how many times do we have to say it? Don't joke about bombs at the airport. Yeah. Here we go again. Woman from Ohio arrested at the Fort Lauderdale Airport on Tuesday for making a bogus bomb threat. So she was being patted down by a TSA agent. And this 26-year-old dummy said, whole time they missed a bomb in my bag. Never saw me at the parents, huh? And that is enough to get you arrested. Ouch. Fail. And you know the, the TSA agents were just right there. They heard him say it. and They rolled their eyes like, man... You just ruined everybody's day. They have. Yeah, this is not paperwork for me. Yeah, we know that you don't have that now. Here we go. Protocol, protocol. Yeah, that's a zero zero tolerance for that. Uh, Who's going to tackle this idiot? idiot. (laughs) Facing a charge of uh, making a false report or bomb threat against the government or publicly owned property. So sometimes it's fascinating to get inside the mind of a criminal and to try to figure out why they they do what they do. So you got a 34-year-old fugitive in Florida. His name is uh, Wyatt Guy. Wyatt Guy. That's a cool name, boy. Yeah, yeah. you don't look like a Brian. You look like a Wyatt Guy. Wyatt Guy was captured after he drew attention to himself by sending literal smoke signals to the authorities. (laughs) So Wyatt was doing yard work on Monday afternoon. He got a notice from code enforcement saying that he would have to clean up his property. First of all, how dirty does your place have to be for code enforcement to actually step in? He set up a quote-unquote small fire in a pit to burn some of the junk, but... Fire got out of hand. Fire jumped to a boat on his property <laughs> and then to his house, which became engulfed in flames. The police and fire department show up, and that's when Wyatt ran into the house to avoid them. He was wanted for violating his probations on several felony charges, including burglary, and he did not want to be taken to jail. He locked himself inside the burning house for 10 minutes. He then ran out. He was caught. He tried to lie his way out of trouble, like claiming that his name was Dylan. <laughs> <laughs> and he wasn't running from the cops. He was just trying to save his dogs, but they didn't buy it. He was arrested, facing multiple charges. But he will not be charged with giving a false name. I don't know why he caught a break there. <laughs> yeah.
<laughs> well, because his boat is gone, his house is gone, his all the junk is gone. I guess yeah. so. It's not even a country song. I guess so. Uh, police in Oregon said that a drunk dummy walked into a bar with a shotgun. Not sure what he was going to do with the gun, but he was quickly confronted by two customers. Of course, he was combative. So he was successfully disarmed and then beaten in the face with his own gun. Oh! <laughs> Failed. <laughs> Got to take that into consideration, though, if you're going to walk in with that. <laughs> Might be used against you. <laughs> uh, police made a note to say he was the only one injured during the incident. Yeah. <laughs> Might be used against you in a court of bar. Ooh. 25-year-old uh, guy from Arizona. Uh, Arizona applied to work as a police assistant. I guess as part of the job interview process, you have to take a polygraph test. When asked about possessing child pornography, uh, dude said, yep. What was this job? Uh, it was a police assistant. Okay. So you had to take a polygraph. Uh, child porn? Yes, I do have some of that. As it turns out, he was telling the truth. And he, uh, he, told, <laughs> he didn't even try to <laughs> He told officers that he frequently a frequented a website where underage girls would send him videos. Then cops got their hands on a flash drive uh, owned by this creepster and found content containing kids between 5 and 15 years old. Oh, I mean, sick stuff. Investigators are still analyzing uh, files since thousands of images were found saved. He's facing a ton of charges. Wow. Glad they... Glad he walked right into that. It's a weird way to... You're 100% honest that still can't get hired. It's a weird... It was like for an interview, too. Yeah. Yeah. For the police. Wow. Well, I'm just glad... Some of those people, I think, they just want to turn themselves in. Maybe. they can. Maybe. Uh, 24-year-old guy in Germany stopped by a police station to charge his phone. No problem. Hey, while you're here... Uh, what's your name? So police ran the dude's name, and it turns out he was wanted by authorities for skipping out on a three-year prison sentence. <laughs> <laughs> Could have went to Starbucks. Arrested immediately. <laughs> Plug that phone in anywhere, pal. You yeah. don't got to go to the fuzz. Well, when you're ready to go, your phone will be charged. <laughs> uh, a couple more for you. If you steal a, a, a white Nissan Rogue in New York City, it might take the cops a couple hours to track you down. If you steal a gigantic airport shuttle, it's going to take them... Maybe an hour. A 43-year-old guy was arrested in New York early yesterday morning after he stole an American Airlines employee bus from JFK Airport. Mm. It was left unattended, idling somewhere. So it was an easy target. The guy just hopped in and boom, gone. Crime of opportunity. There was nobody else on the bus. It was the middle of the night, but the guy was able to uh, drive it all the way to Manhattan, which is about 20 miles from the airport, before the cops finally closed in and pulled him over. And they said he was arrested without incident. Uh, so there wasn't like an overly dramatic Sandra Bullock, Keanu Reeves, you know. That's what I was like. Is there a bomb on this There's bus? no bomb on the bus. Uh, the cops also said that he had 10 previous arrests on his record. But this is the first time he's stolen an American Airlines bus. So <laughs> That we know of. No. Failed. And finally, there are a few times when it doesn't make sense to go to a car wash. Like when it's raining, like a day like today. Doesn't make much sense to go to a car wash. Love me a good car wash. When you're late for work. Doesn't make sense to drive through the car wash. Or when you're the driver of a criminal's getaway car. Does not make sense to go to the car <laughs> what wash. What the heck? He's trying to get a clean getaway, right? Oh! No, that's not bad. A guy in Ohio was busted a couple weeks ago after he allegedly stole about 500 bucks worth of merchandise from a, a supermarket. And he might have gotten away with it. But his getaway driver decided to take the car next door to get a car wash while the theft was happening. 
And the car wash took longer than expected. You're, I mean, you're right. You got to know that. Sometimes it's like 16 minutes. Sometimes yeah. it's like what four. an idiot. Once you're in line. <laughs> hey, oh, so boy. you're gonna go steal from the store, and I'm just gonna I'm gonna take my car over to the uh, to the waterway here. And <laughs> did you see did did you see that too? A supermarket, five hundred dollars. That's a lot from a supermarket. What the heck uh, are you? These getting? days, it's not a lot. Yep. That's like what two dozen eggs. <laughs> So seriously, but what? How can you get up a five hundred dollars? Oh, liquor, okay. some Have booze. you seen supermarkets? Liquor and meat. Yeah. What? Liquor and meat, man. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Okay, I wasn't even thinking about liquor, but you're probably right. Yeah, that's probably liquor and meat, baby. That sounds like a Craigslist ad. <laughs> <laughs> liquor and meat. <laughs> so, so this guy's robbing the store. Uh, got the getaway driver's getting a car wash. The thief pushed the cart full of stuff over to the cart wa- to the car wash. <laughs> hey. Over here. But they were basically trapped in the line between two other cars. Uh, In the meantime, the store had called the cops and nabbed the guys while they were uh, still at the car wash. Yeah, because they they hadn't done the tire shine yet. You shouldn't have got the undercoating. (laughs) One guy was charged with theft. The other was arrested on an outstanding warrant. I I don't even know if the car ever got washed. It for sure didn't get vacuumed. (laughs) (laughs) And those are your Friday fail stories. The Rizzuto Show. Traffic and weather. Take a break. We'll come back. Comedian Chris Porter is going to be in studio. He's at Helium Comedy Club this weekend. Maybe we'll get to some of your emails, too. It's The Rich Show, presented by The Fast Lane. Hey, it's J.B. Smoothie. You're listening to The Rizzuto Show. Happy birthday, Riz, which sounds like j- which is not cool. That makes me uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> Keep it in the rotation. That's a though. tight edit. Uh, well, <laughs> welcome back to the radio show presented by the Fast Lane. Joining us, Mr. Chris Porter. Thank you. Good morning. Thank you. Uh, and I like how you have the recorded applause. Like you guys can't even bring yourselves. Whoa, whoa, to no, it's too early. I like that. Not sorry to blow away the fourth. Oh, come on, showbiz man. There's a Show man biz. behind the curtain. Well, I have, I have two different applauses. Uh, we have that one. Yeah. And then we have the one when I tell a joke, which is this. Uh, oh, it's, yeah. It's the fist everyone on their feet. I love the slow trickle. Yeah. <laughs> where they're like, you know what? That was good. That was good. <laughs> uh, Kansas City Zone, Chris Porter's at uh, Healing Comedy Club tonight and tomorrow, 7 30, 10 o'clock. Uh, both nights. I see you got the Chiefs hat on. Yes. Uh, obviously a big Chiefs fan. I think you have no choice but to be a Chiefs fan. Well, I mean, I'm kind of pot committed at this point. Like, I, I've been a fan the whole time. I didn't just jump on the Through thick wagon. and thin, huh? Through thick and thin. I cheered for DeBerg. I cheered for Montana. I cheered for all the guys in between. Steve DeBerg, wow. Yeah, that's a pull. That's a pull. But, man, you know there's some redneck that's still got that jersey. That's yeah. like, I, I paid 140 bucks for it. I'm still wearing it. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so I, I came about it uh, honestly, so I, I, I don't mind wearing it now. Yeah, we go to Casey once a year to go to uh, to go to a Chiefs game, go to Arrowhead. It's and, not bad. Yeah. You got to sit low, though. Low, uh, lower levels. You get no, up man. Uh, you we, get, you we, get up on the upper levels. We go up top. We liked it. That's a lot yeah. of cousins that date up there. <laughs> <laughs> that is a lot of cousins that date. It's so. like sitting on a bookshelf. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's also a, where all the fights happen. Yeah, That's yeah. why we want to sit on oh, you, yeah. you want front row. The well, first game we went to was the Chiefs and Cowboys. Okay. And that rivalry, and it was a night game. So everybody had the opportunity to get nice and sauced. 
Oh, yeah. In the parking lot. And Dallas and Kansas City, those are two drinky towns. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And remember, we were we were sitting up there, and it was the jaw jacking going back and forth between rows. It, which yeah. was super fun for the first half. And in also two half, fan bases that have nothing else. Yeah, it's good, like, point. Yeah. good point. The, the good point. fans have the Cowboys or the Chiefs, and then after that, it's just them and their stupid kids. <laughs> and they hate it. So, uh, yeah, it's it's a weird vibe. You know, uh, we were talking earlier, I can't do live football anymore. Oh, why? It's just the game shot so well now that you yeah, up, you might as well sit at home. You sit at home and you, you end up seeing more, and then I don't have to deal with some drunk Cowboys fan that won't shut yeah. up. It, and it was one of those as the game progressed and more of those uh, cherry limeades. Everybody yeah, kept yeah, drinking yeah, those. yeah, yeah. That was uh, big last year. The the attacks started getting more personal. Yeah, and, <laughs> yeah. And, and you could tell something was going to happen. Yeah, your team sucks, and also I hate your face. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And your mom. And your mom. And, and your mom's face. And the, remember the woman sitting in front of me? So she passed out oh, yeah. immediately she was as out the game. First like, quarter. She was head between her knees. Yeah. Blanket. Blanket over her. Just done. <laughs> done. She was more First of an end table than a person. Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. And every once in a while, the boyfriend or whoever he was would like rub her back and be like, hey. You alive? Hey. Yeah. And Check for a pulse. We scored, yeah. babe. We scored. Yeah, Everything's it. good. I love the fact that he didn't take her out. Like, yeah, no, he didn't no. take he didn't her out of, the, out of the stadium. He I didn't, didn't pay care. $200 for these tickets to, to not be here. Yep, he didn't care. And we had a, uh, was it a Cowboys fan or a Chiefs fan that was, uh, there's some people around us that had catchphrases that started early. Oh, really? Yes, we're going to get a first down right here, <laughs> right now. Which those catchphrases by the fourth quarter for the drunks gets God, real man. annoying. So uh, those are fighting enough. words now. Yeah. And I think that was the guy that got rocked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He wound up, he wound up getting socked in Oh, the you face. saw the whole thing go to. You oh, saw yeah. Action, oh, yeah. This guy huh? was like right next to it. It, it was, was awesome. This is part of the show. Nice. Yeah, it was, all, it was all part of sitting up there. I guess so. I mean, it, it is a bit of like being a, a live version of ridiculousness <laughs> where people are just housing each other and, and fighting over stupid things. Yeah. Like, you spilled my nachos. Let's rumble. Yeah. Like, well, I'll just give you the 12 bucks, bro. And when we had the Rams here, it wasn't that kind of experience. Nope. No. Yeah. We never had that kind of experience here in St. Louis with, you know, we'd start with the tailgating, you know, get there, get to Arrowhead parking lot, nine o'clock in the morning. We were waiting there at six o'clock to get in just to get wow, a good spot. Oh, you did it real. We went with a professional tailgating crew called yeah. the Tequila Gators. They've been doing it for 35 <laughs> plus years. Every game, not haven't missed a game. Custom Every bus. game, eight times a year, they just go out there. They have a giant Metro a bus, bus, which they gutted. Yeah. And it has become a mobile tailgating unit. They they raise a flag, and and people come it's from everywhere on. for the food too, man. Like their it's food is on. Like, this is the greatest thing. You that would is be, crazy. You would start going back to the live ones if you joined us for. The I think I would thing. do that for one. I think I could do one of those <laughs> a year. That's what we do. Because my one parents had season tickets for a while in the '90s, and I just remember by the end of the year they're like, "Just someone else go." Oh, I'm really? just so exhausted. Wow. Of just. Because you do. You show yeah, up. There, and that's you a guys job. are. 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Just getting annihilated, but also having to maintain it, but not get too drunk. You can't drive home. Yep. That is a, that is, it's like landing the shuttle. <laughs> oh, man. Remember the first year we went? Dude got smoked by a car. Oh, yeah. That was, <laughs> yeah. That, was that was tragic. Oh, no, no. That it was, was tragic. It was like real bad. Real, real bad. <laughs> it right, was bad. Right we we got back to the bus and uh, the police tape was up. Oh, oh God. Yeah. 
Hit and run, too. Dr- a drunk oh guy hit and run. Guy. I'm sorry I laughed. I was just... Way to bring that. <laughs> yeah, yeah Way to bring this conversation. Holy yeah, it was my dad. <laughs> anyway, he's fine. He's fine. I'm so insensitive. Uh, yeah, but also it's like it's hard to feel sorry for that guy because like maybe not drink so much and walk out and into traffic. He wasn't driving. He, he was, was a driver. He was he a limo was driver. He was a limo driver. That he was he was getting food from our from our group and he no. was he was crossing the street and a drunk driver went flying. Yeah, yes. rocked him and An took innocent. off. Was it even at the game? Wow. Yeah, no, he was there. He was there waiting for people. Yeah, no, I'm going to stay home. I'm going to stay home. I have not been hit by a car in my living yeah, room. Yeah. <laughs> not saying it won't happen. It's yeah, happened it to people all the it time. Could. No, listen, I, I get it. When you go to a sporting event, it's a whole thing. Yeah. yeah it's, it's a, a whole, whole thing, thing where I could be watching better views on my couch. <laughs> yeah. Baseball, hockey, I'll go 100%. I feel like those are better games live. But football, it's just such a massive game that you need 37 cameras to keep. Yeah, a lot of nuances going on. The yeah. field, a lot of stopping and going. I see what you're saying. So, yeah. Do you watch the uh, the soccer? No. <laughs> no. I was, thinking, I was born in Kansas. I did when I was in Europe because that was what was on. Yeah. It's a fun watch. Super. Well, now, you know, St. Louis has got their you know MLS team. It's a big deal. Yeah. Oh, we is got that a, new? We got a rivalry. Yeah, first, this is our first, first, game our first match is tomorrow. tomorrow. I mean, our first oh, home really? match. Oh, yeah, really? Well, yeah. welcome. Thank you, thank you. Sporting welcome. KC is going to it's going to be like the I-70 series again. Oh, yeah, except no one cares. Oh, <laughs> nice. Uh, yeah. I'm thinking, I, wow. <laughs> I got you, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, listen, I, I like soccer. It's fun to watch, and I'm glad that it's catching on, but I'm not... I went to a game, and I was like, I'll be at the bar. Huh. Like, this is fun, but also, we could just be at the bar. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't something I got to be at. Yeah, no, I, I understand. I understand. Um, all right, so somebody sent us this uh, this message, and this is a thinker, and it had me really thinking during the, during the break, and I want you to look at the screen here, Chris. Okay. Up there next to you. And, man, I, I hate when people send us this kind of stuff. Okay. Because it's killing me to try to figure this out. <clears throat> Okay, so you're in an arena with 50 hawks, 10 crocodiles, 3 brown bears, 15 wolves, 1 hunter with a rifle, 7 buffalo, 10,000 rats, 5 gorillas, 4 lions. Pick two of those things to defend you. The others have to attack you. The goal is to survive one hour. (laughs) I'm taking the rats first off because there's 10,000 of them. But what are they going to do? They'll eat the... 10,000 yeah, rats? They'll, they'll bite they'll you get a, and eat they'll you. They'll get a bear. They'll get three bears easy. And a rifle you think won't, a rifle won't take out the rats. rats could take down three bears? Oh, yeah. 3,000 rats a bear? <laughs> That's just surface area alone. He's screwed. I don't know. Well, if you put a bear I'm into a swimming enough. pool full of rats, he's going to just start clawing them and eating them. He might get right through that. But it's, yeah, where's the swimming pool? I, I just it, made that part up. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I think I have my answer. I think I go 10,000 rats... And uh, and fifty hawks. I got my fifty hawks. hawks. Yeah, because the rats, the rats got their head down, and then the hawks come up. They don't even see the hawks coming. What? And it's just, it's like a, it's like a death by a thousand cuts. You're a dead man. No way. Fifty hawks and ten thousand rats. You're going for numbers. Yeah, the hawks are going to start playing with those rats. Remember, everybody else is attacking you. you. No, no, no. I train the hawks to not like rats. These are these are ratless hawks. I think I'd have the brown bears with me to take out the lions. No, I'm taking a hunter and five gorillas. That's my pick yep. too. The same. I think the, 
Hunter and you get the them gorilla. five gorillas because that's Man, like having a are... team. Those guys are working together. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Get them the lock <laughs> arms, and then you get that hunter just picking everything off around yeah. those yeah. gorillas. I got four hawks carrying me away. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fine. I'm I'm, I'm levitating a, like Jesus. That's a good point. He's he's just gonna let the rats do the work while he floats in the air with the hawks. <laughs> that's it. I'll just the hunter. person I'm taking. I'm taking the hunter because uh, the hunter's probably got an eight round magazine, and he's drunk. Yeah, but, but, but that's no, I'm, picturing, I'm picturing Daniel Boone with endless shots, and he's a marksman. He can get it from anywhere. Good musket. Let's pretend this is really, it doesn't have endless ammunition. No, but we've got enough ammunition to take the bears. The crocodiles, I'm running zigzag, so I can dodge them for a while. He's taking the bears and the lions out with eight bullets. Yeah, yeah, but what are you yeah. going to do with the rats? Not much. You're not you're not covering the rats with one. You can hit them with the with the backside of the gun. Like I a got a feeling. like a whack a mole. Whack a mole situation. The longest game of whack a mole ever. Thousand whacks. I say I say he gets exhausted. Two thousand rats in, and the other eight thousand get him. <laughs> I feel like the gorillas are are going to take the uh, take the rats. They're going to know yeah. what to do. Gorillas are going to take everything. Ten thousand rats. I don't think you realize the mass of rat is coming at you. That is like a, that's a rat Let's tsunami. Let's also assume that half the rats just run away. Yeah, they scamper. They're not they're not trained to come right at. See now, see in my scenario, they're very <laughs> trained. I train these rats. Okay, here here let, let's, put, rats. let's put this out there. On on any given city block in New York, there's probably 10,000 rats. How many people do they kill? Now, yeah. think of that same block and put five gorillas. Just let them go. And see what happens. They're pulling arms off. Who's afraid of who? I'm afraid of the gorillas. I'm not afraid of the rats. All right. Well, Go down in the sewer and see what you're afraid of. Because <laughs> I have a feeling 500 rats come your way. You're going to be like, there's no way I can handle 20 times more than this. Nobody's taking the lines of the wolves? Uh, I'm considering Five. the wolves because, man, 15 of them? Pretty badass animal. Yeah. yeah. You would look cool walking in yeah. the ring with your 15 wolves. Here comes Riz with his 15 wolves and three bears. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not, take... I mean, nobody's taking the crocodiles, right? No, no, no. I'm not, I'm not an idiot. Yeah, singles. Anything if, that's a, a pair of boots, you don't want to take that. Also, if inbred toothless people can catch you, I'm good. And there's a show all about that. Yeah, I'm not <laughs> taking the hunter. I don't wow. need a teammate. Well, it's, but it's it's you can strategize. That's the only one you can strategize with. Mm -hmm. You're not Aquaman here. You don't get these animals and get to communicate with them. No, I can communicate with the rats. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I am the rat king. You just start throwing cheese or whatever. Like, I know. Put that up on the uh, on the social media. See, okay. what the, see what the people I like think. This. Okay. See what the people think about it. I'm gonna be hanging out with seven thousand rats. Are I, you a uh, are you a pet guy? Uh, I mean, I'd like to be. I travel too much. Yeah. I'm on the road f about forty weekends a year, so. That spells a dead dog, usually. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, but uh, I got a girlfriend recently, so trying to uh, maybe talk her into oh, it. Oh, so did you grow up with dogs? Uh, no. No. Uh, my mom was allergic, and then as we got older, when my sister was younger, they got her a dog because they found out you could get one that was the hypoallergenic one. Uh -huh. But that technology wasn't around in the 80s, ah, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so, uh, yeah. So Andy got dogs, but I never got any you dogs. You never got a dog? Yeah. Somebody yeah. asked us a question yesterday. Um, is it okay for somebody to bring a, a dog into a grocery store? Yeah. Would you, would you say anything? No. I mean, if it was in the produce, like sniffing around, I might have a problem with it. Well, that's where, that's the, where, that's where this dog was. Oh, was like yeah. No, I'd have an issue with that. Would you, would you say something, though? I'd be like, hey, maybe don't let it sniff the oranges. 
Like this is, and this is when I realized I'd lived in California for too long was I was at a restaurant and I was sitting next to a couple with a dog and then I heard a baby crying and I looked around like who brought a baby to a restaurant? <laughs> so I'm a little jaded. Yeah. I don't know. And somebody said, somebody brought up a good point. It depends on where you are. If it's more, if you're living in a big city, it's more acceptable to bring dogs wherever. Yeah. Wherever you go. Which is weird. Cause you'd think out in the country would be where it would be. Cause it's they're not. like, I don't leave without Jake. It's not though. Yeah. It's not, yeah, but I wouldn't say anything. I, I'd be scared to to say something. Yeah, I, I, I'm. I don't want to be confrontational in a grocery store. I think it depends on the type of dog too. Like if it's a little multi poo, yeah, I'm going to say something. But if it's a Rottweiler, I'm like, yeah, let him, yeah, let him have an apple. <laughs> yeah, it's better is better that apple than my arm. Well, somebody somebody the Rottweilers wrote it, are uh, nicer than those. Uh, Ben wrote it. In, in regards to your discussion about the lady bringing her dog into the grocery store, I would like to share my experiences. I guess Brent Ben worked at a grocery store. I worked in a grocery store for ten years, starting in high school, ending after grad school. I could tell you 100% of the time, the duty on the floor, if you ever find duty on the floor of a grocery store, it's most likely from an adult. Huh. Is, that a, is that a common occurrence? <laughs> I don't know. I've And every time I've been to a grocery store, I've never encountered feces yeah. on the floor. I haven't either. What do you mean you're out of Cheez-Its? I'll show you what I think of this. <laughs> the fact that it was said makes it more common than I'm comfortable with. He said one time... A lady pooped her pants in the produce section, sat in the blood pressure machine chair, and then waddled to the bathroom. Poop was everywhere. Mm. Blood pressure machine chair. Humans poop in the produce section. I've never, of the people in this room, has, that, has anybody seen human feces or any uh, feces of any kind in a grocery store? Does this, does this cantaloupe look ripe to you? You know what? Finish <laughs> up. Finish up. And then you can tell. You feel I, saw pee, I saw pee, uh, someone pee twice in the grocery store. You oh, did? Yeah. In St. Louis? Well, one time, um, no, this was in Los Angeles. One time they needed a, a, a coin to get into the thing, and the guy wasn't having that. He didn't want to get the coin or something, so he just peed on the door of the of the bathroom. Oh, boy. And then another time him. a guy was tased, and he urinated himself. Oh. No, well, that's different. That's involuntary. Somebody else asked. I mean, it's usually probably always involuntary if you poop or pee in a grocery store. I don't know. Pooping. <laughs> I mean, unless you poop yourself. I mean, if you have the time to take your pants down and assume the position, <laughs> you probably could have gotten to the bathroom. You know what I'm saying? Every once in a while, you'll see a video on, on social media of somebody you know, taking a dump yeah. in, in an aisle. Yeah. They do the skirt thing. Where They'll they do the skirt thing. And then. But isn't that more of a prank? They're just doing it to kind of be mean and ornery. That's not more. I guess so. That's not like a medical thing. And they're like, I can't. I'm I'm doing it in aisle five. I have no chance. <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> it's happening now. Um, okay, another email. This is from Tanner. Uh, hey, fellas, a longtime listener. Uh, I was just catching up on the podcast from February 22nd. And you guys are talking about the sexiest and least sexiest names out there. Okay. Like, what's a sexy name to you? Like when you hear this name, and you're like, oh, oh. Man, that's a great name. Oh, I don't, I haven't even thought of that. Uh, the least sexiest name was always like Bernice or I something like that. Hazel, <laughs> you know, Esther. I said Bertha. You know what? You know what's a sexy name? Charlize. Ooh, Charlize. Yeah, yeah, but there's only one. I mean, how many Charlize's do you know other than the one? <laughs> well, when I hear that one, <laughs> yeah, day, yeah. So I guess it goes yeah. beyond the name. Yeah. You know what I think is the sexiest name? Cindy Crawford. Yeah. <laughs> when I meet a girl with that name. <laughs> no, is there? Is there? No, tell me, tell me, is there a name that evokes? Ooh, sexy. 
Hmm. I don't know. I think, yeah, there's, you know, uh, Emily. I, I like Emily to Emily. you? Yeah. I don't even, I can't even think of one that I actually know, but it seems like when I was younger, <laughs> I would I would have fallen in love with a girl named Emily or something. Okay, so when I say the name Natalie, what does that invoke? I, I don't want to say, but uh, <laughs> it starts with a B. I don't know why, but. Really? Yeah. yeah. No, no, not for me. Natalie's. Sweethearts. Natalie's uh-huh. a, a, quiet, a bitch? Quiet yeah. sweethearts. Yeah. Um. Um, the the one that when I was a kid that I was always like that's 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 weird why would you name somebody Amanda this is a gal and you put the word man all I see is the word man in uh, a man <laughs> yeah a man duh I think any any name that's also any of the like bisexual names that like kind of like the like the Taylor Taylor the Kellys the the to and, go either way yeah where Andy. you're just like halfway through it you're in the you're mid coitus and you're just like I don't like this name. It's just because I know a guy with this name. Yeah. Like, all yeah. I'm thinking about. Uh, this guy says, uh, we were talking people's names and spelling them backwards just to see if they spelled out words or not. How well, high do you have to be for that to happen? Well, he went to school with a girl named Marlana. M-A-R-L-A-N-A. Okay. Oh, yeah. Wow. <laughs> backwards. No. That's, it's not a good start. <laughs> But as a parent, wouldn't you think? Oh, did I do it wrong? Yeah, you must have. Yeah, I, I guess. Come on, man. M A R L A N A. It's two What words. is that backwards? Come on, bud. Come on, Mike. Oh, I get it. <laughs> yeah, I'd hope so. We literally oh, spelled it out for you. <laughs> it's a weird truck. Woof. If you and that is a weird truck. <laughs> I bet the resale value is terrible. But once you drive it off the lot, it's, it's you, that's yours. The, ba- the backwards names like really started hitting hot right, right around year two thousand. The Neveas, that, that's like one of the, like the top names now. Oh, Nevea. That's, that's heaven, heaven, backwards. heaven backwards. Right, right. Oh. Ah. There's a few others. There was like three that like just started hitting everywhere. Nevea is everywhere. I went to school with a girl named Saya, S-A-J-A, and I've never met one before or since. Saya, S-A-J-A? S-A-J-A. And man, you want to talk about a name that gets just murdered every time they announce yeah. it. Oh, like Saja? Saja. Saja, 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 yeah. They, I already forgot what it was. What was it? Saya. Saya. Yeah. Saya. Man, I'd have to I'd have to I'd have to say that 30 times before I remembered it. Yeah, and you'd just be like, "What is it? Taka? Yella? What is it? <laughs> Saja. Saja. Saya. Sacagawea. Anyway, she's native. Well, so I guess that's a family. <laughs> so no, 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 she's not really native. I was making family. jokes. Oh. I was making jokes. Okay. Uh, I thought you were just going to follow me down the joke train. Oh, we're going down the joke train? We're just going down the joke train. Oh, yeah. All right, one more email here. Unpopular opinion, uh, Girl Scout cookies aren't that great. Well, that's silly. That is silly. As I mean, a, a couple of them aren't great, but Thin Mints, Dosey Dose, find me a better cook. Well, chocolate chip. As a kid, tagalongs were my favorite. If I had to choose now, they would still be my favorite. I bought a couple boxes years ago. I barely touched them. Why? Because they aren't as orgasmic as we once thought they were and are really a letdown every time I eat one. I think that's cookies in general, though. I think as a kid, you love cookies. As an adult, you're like, yeah, I'm fine on the cookies. Yeah. Do you guys eat a lot of cookies? Nah, no. I, Yo, no, if, it, really. if it's perfect, if it's sweaty, if it's like a wet, you know, like if you see the bottom, it's kind of wet. Cookies, yeah. But yeah, it's better, there's better ways to describe a cookie. No, there's no, not. It's sweaty, <laughs> a, good, a, good, a good sweaty cookie, good yeah. chocolate chip, that is, that is cocaine to me. Oh, for sure. Like insomnia, like you're 
You're a little buzzed. You go to like the insomnia. Cookies. That's who went to the, that yeah. that place in yeah. Kansas City. Yeah, yeah. 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 A, a fairly sweaty cookie, and and those I, I legitimately have an issue where I can't pass it up. I can't say no. If someone offers me a sweaty cookie, I, I look, ooh, look at that <laughs> sweat <laughs> ring. I'm, I'm like, I have to eat this. This thing just got out of Jazzercise. I, I owe it to my life. The fact that I'm living right now and have the opportunity to eat such a thing, why wouldn't I? Why wouldn't I? Yeah. That's that makes like, sense. That's like sp spitting in God's face. Well, this guy's got a whole thing. He says, I believe the Girl Scout cookie business, their sole purpose was to instill the fear of saying no to a little girl in order to make a sale. Absolutely. Of course it is. Yeah. That's yeah, that doesn't make the cookies any less good. Yeah, I mean, I, I only do the Thin Mints once every two years. You know, every two years I get a box or something. But it's still a thrill. I love them. Yeah, you just, you got to be careful. Because, like, two years ago I saw the Girl Scouts and I... You know, you're just like, I give me 17 boxes. Yeah. I'm going to eat all of them because I finally have the, you know, I'm finally, my mom's not buying them for me. Yeah. So I'm buying these. And then this year I bought four boxes because I still had 15 boxes <laughs> of Girl Scout cookies that I knew I was going to have to throw away. Uh, but yeah, you you just can't go ham with it like you like you genuinely want to. Yeah. Man, you know what's funny is my, uh, uh, the super proud dad moment. My stepson came home yesterday. And it's talking about fundraisers, they got like these chocolate bars, right? You sell chocolate bars, something, something for the school. Oh yeah. And uh, he comes home and he goes, "I made ten bucks." And I was like, "Sweet, dude! I thought that meant he sold because it's supposed to be a buck a piece." He's like, "I thought that meant he sold ten ten candy bars." Now he bought a kid's candy bars, and then sold them for an upcharge, and came home with cash in pocket. Are you serious? <laughs> That's awesome. <I'm> serious. <laughs> that kid's a genius. Oh, that's yeah. what I said. I go. <gasps> Wait, so, so what did he do? So he bought the kids? He bought, he bought, so he's not even selling them. He bought so another kids. So he's not kids. even participating in the fundraiser. No. It's, he's selling well, yes, aftermarket he is. He, yes, he candy is, bars. He, he bought the candy bars off of a friend. And then he sold them to other friends for 50 cents more per bar. Nice. Brilliant. Isn't that awesome? That's smart, yeah. You got a Warren yeah. Buffett kid over there. <laughs> I went, holy smokes. And I'm trying to like teach the older kids these kind of like just like general business tips and, and just like financial habits. Yeah. And the nine-year-old is making money. Don't let that kid watch The Wire. <laughs> yeah, you're going to have a drug kingpin on Is your hands. Is this a new thing to where, where fundraisers for high school, they're selling mattresses? Oh, oh I've never seen that, that before. Huh. Oh, no. yeah. I, I've seen a couple places. We're sorry, man. Like we, we, don't live where we don't live where yeah. you are. We're hey, milk chocolate bars. Bars. <laughs> mattresses. Like high-quality mattresses? I don't know. Or? I just I saw kids on the side of the road yeah, and out in front of a high school. Was this a oh, no, those, sounds like a those kids live there. Yeah. That's a sad, that's a sad thing. I was saying, in my neighborhood, they sell things behind those mattresses that are piled on the corner. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. That would, that would suck to have to sell mattresses, just lug them door to door. Like, yeah. It's a, just yeah. buy a mattress. Oh, you yeah, want to talk about something kid. most people already have. <laughs> like that. Somebody's got to know about the mattress fundraisers. No, I've, I've seen a seen bunch that. of them. Never seen that. It's got to be some kind of story behind it. That's a weird That's one. a weird. Pizzas, uh, cookies, or chocolate bars in our neighborhood. Yeah, yeah. Mattresses, apparently, too. But uh, this guy says, due to this fear of you not saying no to a little girl, you're sort of coerced into finding, you know, which of the cookies is your favorite. You can't say no. It's a little no. girl trying to sell you something. Yeah. Can't say no to a little girl that comes up to the door. Everyone says Girl Scout cookies are the best cookies. So it must be true, right? It's just another example of sheeple being sheeple. <laughs> there we go. Okay. Now we're to the bottom Ouch. of it. And the Girl Scouts are thriving. Yep. Are thriving because of it. Man. <laughs> <laughs> can't argue that. Uh, yeah. I mean, can't you? 
I think you can. I think you can. I think that might. There's a little conspiracy theory in that guy. He might be on a list where he has oh, to tell people when they're moving. Oh. Uh, <laughs> like it's just a weird that you can't say no to little girls. Yeah, you can, bud. Welcome. I can say no to little girls all oh, the he's, time. He's a welcome to the neighborhood. I have something to tell you. No, he's yeah. got he's got the light shut off during Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> can't come in here. <laughs> Uh, somebody else on the Girl Scout uh, tip. Um, listen, with all the choices you have for cookies, yeah, you know the tray foils are just the shortbread ones. Yeah, yeah. who buys those? Mm. Old people. Yeah, for sure. Fig Newtons never actually purchased one. Yeah, if you you have to be over, it's like there's a couple things you have to be over the age of 54 to buy just plain shortbread cookies. Yeah. To buy Werther's Originals and a Corvette. <laughs> yeah, you can't be under 50 and buy any of those things. You should get car or Tommy Bahama. Anything Tommy yeah, any, Bahama. Anything Tommy Bahama. You should be carded for. Carded for a Corvette. <laughs> Are you buying this for ironic purposes? You ever son? seen anybody under 50 drive a Corvette? I told it you doesn't my, look right. My buddy got one at 28 or 29, and it was interesting. It was yeah. interesting. It was sick, though. You immediately think he deals cocaine. That car was so dope. Was it like a modern one or was it a? It was, cool a, it was a modern one. It wasn't like a classic. See, I'd, I'd rebuy an '80s one, a beat up one. Me or too. The one fun. that everybody hates, the '81 Stingray. You buy? Oh, that's thing. like a straight up like cocaine, like Miami Vice. Yeah, Miami Vice. Corvette. Yeah. That, with the long front end. Mm -hmm. The long front end. Yeah, the '81 Stingray that everybody hates. Those I love that. No, I love the that. one that looks like the Barbie car. Looks like a Barbie. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, yeah, it's like yeah. Barbie meets the original Batmobile meets a shark. It's kind of goofy looking, but I love it. It's just the nostalgia, the nostalgia value of it, you know. When you get to fifty, you can buy one. <laughs> yeah. Once uh, you start, once you ways. start, you know, having to take supplements <laughs> to wake up. Yeah, and then you got to join a Corvette club. Uh, yeah, yeah, and then that, yeah. and then there go your Saturdays. That's yep. like a Sunday morning, like we meet at the Dunkin' Donuts oh, parking yeah. lot, and they all sit around with their hoods up. Hoods up, baby. <laughs> That's a lifestyle. Yeah. Hood. Like, <laughs> the lifestyle. Hoods up. I got my Corvette hat on. Mm. Yep. Gloves. You, you got it. I got I got my Def Leppard greatest hits tape. Hell yeah. What's the gloves called? Ice, uh, yeah, I was just driving saying, gloves. Driving gloves. Go, <laughs> go sit in one. Put on some gloves. Put on some '80s hair metal and tell me you don't feel awesome. <laughs> tell me. I need to find my 19 year old girlfriend and hit the town. <laughs> I dare you. <ya. laughs> That's your homework for the weekend. All right, Chris Porter is at a Helium Comedy Club tonight and tomorrow, 30 and 10 o'clock. I forgot you were in season four of uh, Last Comic Standing. You were, you were. Well, I mean, April it was Macy. 17 years ago. So yeah, let's... But, but April Macy and uh, and uh, uh, Gabriel Iglesias. Gabriel Iglesias, yeah, yeah, 100. Yeah. That's like that's when that show was was really humming. Yeah, that was the that was the first time it came back. Yeah, because it got canceled season three midway through. And then they brought it, because I, I, I remember coming back and being like, I hope this airs. Yeah. So, but yeah, no, it was a lot of fun. It uh, was a weird experience. Yeah, was it? Was it? Uh, it's weird, because comedy's not normally a competitive sport. Right. Yeah. And it's not like, and it's this weird thing where, you know, I can't play defense. So you're out there, you know, and they're your friends. So you're like, hey, man, I hope you go out there and do as well as you can. That was my question. He, but also, if you could suck, that would really help me <laughs> yeah, out. The, yeah, the comedy community is is, is pretty tight-knit. Yeah. And, listen, and everybody's got their kind of factions. For sure. But still, you're all trying to do the same thing. Yeah. And you're friendly, and you see each other all over the place, the comedy clubs. Um, yeah, to make it like a, a, a combat sport. Well, we were one of the few seasons that got along. Like we're oh, all, really? like we're all friends, and like before shows, we'd like have the little huddle, and uh, but like all, I know other seasons, like Jeff Die and Eliza still don't speak because of oh, really? comic standing stuff. I mean, I, I don't, I'm, they might be over it by now, but 
Yeah, like those that season hated each other, and they had to be on like a tour bus, and it was like a whole deal. And we were all like friends and had a great time. Yeah, your season wow. hits was April Macy, Gabriel Iglesias, Josh Wolf, Josh Blue. Oh, Josh Blue. I mean, Josh Wolf was on it, but he was eliminated very early. So uh, you made it ten episodes. So that was still Josh kinda- Blue, Josh Wolf. Yeah, uh, got eliminated like in the forties. Like he didn't make it to the house. Oh, but you're saying like I mean that was a pretty early season. So do you think because that was an early season, it was sort of like the old classic comedy sort of uh, feeling and soul to it. Do you think the more the seasons went on, and the more we have music competitions and all this stuff, the reality TV aspect of it has made more of a competition out of the business of comedy or the business of music? Well, I mean, I think that's what. I think that eventually their want to be American Idol is what killed Last Comic Standing. Right. It's because you don't want to get to know comics. Like, they're pretty dark people. Yeah, right. And, and like, we don't do much during the day, so to, like, put them in, like, weird situations is not... It could go well, but most likely it's a bunch of dudes going, this is stupid. But I felt like with Last Comic Standing, there wasn't that drama aspect of it. It was pretty much what went on on the stage. Yeah, and but also it was like, especially the later seasons, they were doing two-hour episodes. That's a movie. Yeah, yeah. I, no one needs to see that. I punched out, uh, yeah, I punched out pretty much after that season. Yeah, well, I mean, our season was run pretty well. Like, yeah. it, was, it was more about the comedy, very little about the house, and then they flipped it, and they made it all about the reality stuff, and, and no one cared. Um, yeah, and that's when they bummer. pretty much lost everybody. And that's when they lost. I just wonder yeah. if that if that has like residual damage in the industry itself. Like comics coming up, seeing that, or musicians coming up, seeing that, seeing these art, you know, in competition. If that actually damages like the real spirit of what the whole thing's supposed to be behind the scenes. I think it might have, but now with Instagram and internet and everyone's kind of their own boss and like you can put out all the content yourself. Like you don't need avenues like Last Comic Standing and stuff like that. I think everyone, I think... It, Whatever damage it might have done has been repaired. Okay, kind of a wash. Yeah. That's good. So, I mean, because everyone, I mean, there are people that, I mean, look at Sam Morell and, and uh, Mark Norman, these Sam, guys Sam that just put their stuff on YouTube and it just blew up and now they, you know, and they own it. They're making all the money. Yeah. And so they've really kind of flipped the paradigm on that. Yeah. Awesome. It's a whole new game, Moon. It is a new game. Whole that, new game. That's for yeah. sure. All right, go see Chris Porter this weekend, 7.30 and 10 o'clock. Anything else to plug? Do you got an Instagram uh, I, or I got specials on Amazon Prime, A Man from Kansas and Ugly and Angry, and I got a new special coming out in April called There's No Money in Babies. Well, everybody's going <laughs> to everybody's gonna go see you this weekend. Oh, well, thank you, brother. I appreciate it. Yeah. All right, Chris Porter, right there. We'll take one final break. We'll come back and wrap her up. All right, that is it for us. Uh, first off, we love you, Mike. Thank you. Hey, I love you guys. Uh, also, thanks to Chris Porter. Go see Chris Porter at Healing Comedy Club this weekend. Uh, just a couple quick reminders for you as far as uh, sports go in town. St. Louis City SC, home opener tomorrow. That's right, against Charlotte. We should take it. It's going to be great. Uh, 7.30 is the start time. I think uh, doors open at 6, I want to say. Yeah. And everybody's going to be down there. So uh, just just be ready. And plan, be, plan for that. Be ready for a full city and a great city match. Uh, by the way, it is being aired on that Apple TV Plus. You just have to have You the have to pass. pay for it, yeah. So if, you, if you're not going to the game, you could watch it on Apple TV Plus. But you have to have the MLS season pass. So people already... So if you already have Apple TV, you have to pay an additional $12.99 monthly or $79 for the season to get the soccer package. So there's that. Uh, Battle Hawks play the DC Defenders noon on Sunday. Yeah. Yeah. 
That game will be shown on the FX Network. Cool. Uh, both teams are 2-0. How about that? How about the Blues winning last night? There we go, boys. Yeah. All right. Thank you all for tuning in. Rich Show presented by The Fast Lane. If you missed anything on the program, it's the Pappy's Recappy. That's right. Pappy's Smokehouse celebrating 15 years locally owned but world famous. Two locations, including Highway 70 and Mid-Rivers Mall Drive in St. Peter's. Guys, we had a heck of a show today. A heck of a show, including Chris Porter, comedian. We got into all sorts of stuff. He's dang near a local guy. Just on Close the other side Close. of uh, the Kansas border right there. But he was great. Make sure you check out the podcast and the blog. Of course, we had Friday Fails because it was Friday today. Mike joined us. Everything that we covered on the show today, including what animals we would <laughs> we would uh, choose to defend us against a hundred other animals trying to attack us. Yeah, thanks uh, to the dude that sent that in. That sent my mind into a... Yeah, that a was place fun. that didn't want to go on a Friday. That was fun. We put that on our social media, on our, on our Twitter, and then we put the picture of our... Uh, uh, awesome outfits, including the outfit that you're wearing to 80s, 80s trivia yeah, night 80s this, trivia this night. weekend. Check that all out on our socials at R-I-Z-Z show across the board. That's Instagram, that's Twitter, that's Facebook, and that is TikTok. Also, it was Fact Man Moon Day. We'll have some dad jokes for you over the weekend. And the blog and the podcast today was titled Liquor and Meat, Baby. Mm-hmm. Mm. Okay. Uh, Mike, anything else? Uh, I'm good. Follow me on the socials at Mike Leahy. Yes, you? If you see me down at the city match, uh, um, offer me a seat. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> no, he's not I, kidding. I, I, don't, I don't have a seat. Well, of course I'm kidding. Uh, I don't have a seat, though, but I will be down there. If you see me, say hello. I uh, can't wait to uh, to cheer on city. And then uh, Monday, next Monday, I will be at Together Credit Union, who is the founding partner of uh, of uh, St. Louis City SC. I will be at their grand opening in St. Peter's uh, from 2 to 4. It's going to be super exciting. Cool. Scott? Yeah, I think that's about it for All me. Right. Then we leave you with a selection from our Team Riz member of the day, which is brought to you by Hotshot Sports Bar and Grill, proud sponsor of Team Riz. Visit hotshotsnet.com slash Team Riz. From Cottage Hills, Illinois, Mikey Bechtold is our Team Riz member of the day. The Rizzuto Show podcast, powered by Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers. Your best choice for quality tires and expert auto service. Dobbs. Dobbs.